Ahem. Share this time, Phil. With my super sick new coaster made by Cow Punch and Dirtbag, check it out. Thank you very much, sir. Got a nice home for it now. trees and you can't smell your own shit on your knees welcome back 270 ah we're the most lying about people in the country and it's awesome to get the okay from the boss there. 200. <laughs> Maybe we are going to get to 300. I can't believe it. Lots of new faces. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Did Rachel send you? <laughs> it's like playing a children's automatic piano. Just press a button and watch it go. Hey. Let's get to work. We got a lot of people to upset, a lot of people to cry, a lot of, you know, articles to write. I can hear them already. Do you guys hear that? It sounds like the, it sounds like there's thousands of insects. There are, yeah, there actually are thousands of insects, but it sounds like they're crashing loudly into the door outside or into your windows. You guys hear that too? That's the furious clickering and clackering of uh, communist keyboards all over the internet right now. And I love it. I am the mind virus. I've occupied their entire home base. You know, the worst place for me to be is inside their head. That is the most, I can do so much damage from in there. You can't do anything to somebody from far away. You can't even, that's why the flamethrower was invented. You know, as George Carlin, you know, so eloquently put it, hey, I want to set fire to those people over there, but I'm much too far away. I want to throw flames at them. So you have to come up with some kind of device to, to make that happen. What's better than being inside somebody's head? Hmm? All the time. All day. It would drive a person mad, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's the idea. And it's working really well. You love to see it. You've got party leaders, national, federal party leaders, candidates, uh, CBC anchors. I mean, fucking, did we miss anybody? The whole liberal establishment at once just went, blah, blah. What did he do? What did you do? Oh, I took a picture with a guy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I went and took a picture with a guy they really don't like, and they really, really don't like me. So there's just so much, uh, just, I mean, 
You know, it's basically the only thing that would have made it worse if there was a happy, smiling, heterosexual uh, white family just standing there, just standing in the shot. That would have probably people would be in the hospital today because you could see that they see swastikas and (laughs) they see all kinds of shit. They don't ever see themselves. And that's the problem. They, they, They hate us because people like us tell the truth. And uh, aren't afraid to call out the bullshit. And the world of bullshit is where they live. And if we're here, we're ruining their good time. We're ruining the party for them. That's going to have to stop. Chris Jason, thank you very much. Sir, he says, here, just take my bloody money. There, shit clock's ticking, Ricky. It is, it is, it is ticking. I I understand you did get your flag. I hope so. I hope it arrived uh, safely. Everybody must get stoned, says V4F front and center. Cheers, Propatria fellas. Chimo! And uh, Ivy Chevy says, we, we are rising. It has been trending on Twitter for how long now? Two days? Two and a half days? <laughs> the worst thing they can do is pay attention to us because they can verify that what we're saying is true and what they're, gonna, and what they're saying is complete nonsense. That's, that's the secret weapon. The secret weapon is just don't lie. That's it. You know? Because <laughs> anybody that cares to come find out what's actually going on will figure it out very quickly and go, oh, they were lying to me. Yes, they are. That's what they do. And that's why they hate us so much because we're the antidote to their entire existence. Quite threatening, wouldn't you say? Tassos Platus is the soldier who became a YouTuber. The YouTuber who became a meme lord. The meme lord who defied a government. Striking story. Uh, we're in talks for the Netflix special. We're not quite sure um, what we're going to do. Um, Ryan Reynolds was going to play me, but I insist I play myself. Uh <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! I, dude, any, I don't even know anymore. I wake up every day and go, "What kind of world-ending shenanigans are we going to get up to today?" Let's see what happens next. Mister Chow says, "I wanted to thank you, uh, Jeremy Ferriman, and the Dad community as a whole for being a solid fucking community. Keep on fighting the good fight and stay strong." On that note, it's fucking rage. Salute to you, sir. Thank you very much, Mister Chow. Caritas case has anyone heard of this diagonal thing? That anybody? That everyone who's anybody is talking about. Isn't that nice? It was a matter of time. It was a matter of time before this eventually reached the right ears. And the story is so insane. And you know why it has legs? Let's think about this for a minute. Why does this story have legs? Why is this meme? This why, 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 What's happening? How is this possible? What's going on here? Um, because it's true. That, that's how all great things like this get going. Like uh, real good conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Because they're true. That's why so many people believe them. Because it's evidently, they can prove it. And there's just people that see it, want to see it and understand. And there's people that refuse to see it because it threatens them in some way or another. And, that, and that's where we're at. It's true. It's all true. And when they come to look, it's going to be too late. And, uh, you know, destruction imminent. It's really a matter of time. Uh, Godzilla Unchained says, I await the day when you swap the name <laughs> Rachel Gilmore for Brian Stelter and read your own edition of President Trump's statement earlier today. <laughs> I, re- I didn't see the statement, but I can imagine. Brian Stelter, fake news, CNN, got fired <laughs> because he lied. <laughs> lied, lied about me. Terrible. May I rest in peace. <laughs> We need the orange man back. I need I need the comedy. I need to see the burns and the just doesn't give a shit. I oh I I want it back. I need I need it. It's like a mm, it's like a tasty milkshake to drink. Sergeant Bear says, "Hey bro, I've been out of the loop for a few weeks. It's been wild. Hope you and the bigots are good. We are doing great. I we were up in uh, Cape Breton. We stopped and we uh, met Mister Top and hung out with him for a while. Did some walking. Did some uh, you know yelling at commies. Actually, no. Everyone was extremely supportive. Uh, and of course the 
you know, the as promised, Antifa was going to stop us. They were, they were going to stop top, you know, they get it. They're all, they were going to, uh, guess how many of them showed up? Zero. Absolutely none. No one at all. So, you know, that's how sad and predictable. <laughs> you know, there was only like 12 of us too. I mean, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Bass in the grasses, take it to the Matthews Bridge, is what the entire media, government, and both groups of sympathizers need to do. Fred said it best. Cheers, fuckers. I, I said earlier in the in the three, I don't care what anybody says. I'm with Uncle Hack and Danger Cats on this one. Limp Bizkit kicked ass back in the day. And some Greg Arcade's like, still boo! I'm like, all right, fair enough. All right. All right, that's, put it down. Write it down. We're all in agreement with this. I feel like Limp Bizkit is, is hilarious to me for some reason. Um, because they're the band that... So many people like, but not that many people will admit that they like out loud. <laughs> so everyone's sitting in a room and like a Limp Bizkit song comes on and everyone's like, I was, did you like them? Or like, was it, you know, was it, uh, you know, and secretly in everyone's head, there's like, I fucking love this song. Let's <laughs> break some shit. You know? Yeah. We're fucking goddamn pissed off millennials. We're the fucking worst go. You get born and you live in the 90s and it's like, oh, hey, kid, let me just give you a great time. You get the 80s, the 90s, everything's, yeah, are you all, okay, you're grown up now? Are you ready for the world? Are you ready for all the promises of tomorrow that we laid at your feet and the stories and the legends we told and all of the things you get to do when you grow up? Well, we didn't get to do any of those. Immediately, terrorists attack the homeland. Buildings are coming down. There's wars all over the fucking place. There's recessions and crashes and there's monkeypox and there's tornado. There's climate change. And now the COVID, we fucking got ripped off. It's just one crisis after a crisis after a crisis for like, so now we're just completely cynical. You know, look at my face. I'm only 24 years old. Like this is what this, this is what's been done to me. That would make me a millennial. I'm, you get, I ruined the joke, but you get where I would have gone with that had I not totally fucked it up. You know, we, this is, it's been a weird couple of decades and I don't think they're getting worse. Oh, what are the Chinese doing? Oh, they're building tons of uh, naval warfare ships and mobilizing their entire army, you say. Oh, that's probably no re- That's probably nothing to worry about. But you don't know about that because the news is busy, busy telling you about mean internet guy and why mean internet guy took a picture with, uh, you know, snarky, you know, blue suit guy that that's what we, I mean, we've got to, we got to do something about Nazis, you know? it's not about what's true for these people it's about power that's all it is that's all it is because they don't if they if they cared about the truth they would seek it and live in it and they don't they only care about their own power narcissism and self-interest is at the very root uh the the foundation the beating heart if you will of the left of these commies the, the, the whole thing is a dark soul whose only primary focus is itself really when you strip it all away you know if you could just get them in a room naked tied to a chair like yeah well, we're finally getting to the bottom of it aren't we you just really only ever cared about yourself that's what it really was that's why you ever did anything because me, 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 and my, my, and I want, and I do this. You're a, a you know, emotionally stunted child. And they act like it, and they act like it very obviously. Uh, Sergeant Rock says their own hatred is killing them. It's like watching a snake eat its own tail. Boy, the wheels are really coming off on the bus. Yeah, it's really not going well over there. The more they kick and scream and screech, the closer we are to destroying them. Okay? I mean, just consider this. This ridiculous, this, this. This and, and this 
is is very has now entered the arena where it's delivering blows to like to people in federal politics on a meaningful level. Federal politicians are now having to decide who they, you know, where they stand and disavow or not disavow. I you know, that's what we did. This this is the biggest paper tiger of all time. These people are pathetic. They're absolutely pathetic. And it just sets them all on fire. That's how much damage we're doing now. We're doing so much damage that it deserves their, they, they, it requires their attention. Why does this require their attention? Why are there federal party members? Why, why is everybody freaking out about this? That's what you should really be thinking about. And you know the answer. They're not outraged. They're not, uh, they're terrified deep down. There's, there is symptoms of the worsening situation, which is them losing their grip on power happening every day all over the place. And the voices that are doing it are getting louder and they're becoming more plentiful and they're getting better at it and they're networking and they just don't know what to do except scream and cry. And somebody once told me that the, um, you know, the devil screams loudest when you're at his door. The closer, and I was in uh, Tofu TV. I was watching a little bit earlier, Pete, and a great show. Go find that guy, tofutv.ca, I think. I told him, I'm going to get it right one of these days, and eventually you'll get, you'll get some web traffic. I said the same thing that, you know, the demon makes the most noise right before it dies. And that's, that's right of anything. When anything's about on its last legs, fighting for its life, that's when it really comes out and starts to get really nasty. So their increase in ridiculousness is only indicative of how much more desperate and uh, worked up they're getting. So, uh, Blams says, my humble opinion is that the establishment absolutely fucked themselves by reading so hard over smart pipi handshake, epic win, death to circulon, fuck you make me, and we planned the whole thing. That was, that was the other, that's the really fun part about this, is that we literally sat around, talked about this, and, and uh, when I, you know, I have an idea, and I was like, write this down, like screenshot this and, and keep it for posterity so, they, so we can prove that we literally just mind-fucked all of them, and, and it was intentional. They're, see, they're reacting now to things that we are doing, not the opposite. Now we're on the offensive. Do you see how that works? We've gone from getting the shit beat out of us, now we're fucking with their lives, and they don't like it. <laughs> oh, you don't like that? Do you, do you not like this? Uh-oh. That's not, that sounds like a sore spot. I think we're going to keep doing more of that then. You don't like it? I'm going to do more of it. I'm going to do more of it until I find something that hurts you even more. Then I'm going to do a ton of that. And I'm going I'm to st- keep my foot on your neck until the light goes out in your eyes. That's how that's going to go. Okay? Grill, grills cheese. Is he grilling it now or is he grilling it later? There's no way to know. But he doesn't. He says, let's go. Let's fucking go. I laugh like a joker when Viva mentioned you. What size hat do you wear? I have a few top hats you can wear when you're in parliamentary inquiry with Philip. Yeah, we're thinking about going. We're really, we are really are considering it. They want us to go. They want us to go. You know, could you imagine how the, the capstone of this? Like I'm there walking in in one of my fucking best suits carrying Philip. And they'd be like, uh, is this a joke? And I would sit down and go, yes, actually it is. Let's begin. Who has the first question? Uh, you. <laughs> I can't wait. Running down dirty says Evan Solomon morning uh, show talking about you. Dagalon Westward. Hail Philip. Death to Stalin. Of course he was because they all are. Because like I said, we're, we're now affecting the war. It, you know, we're fighting back now. And um, to see them all get absolutely fucking annihilated was a, was a, I mean, wasn't it, wasn't it amazing? I saw, I was like, so we went and did it. We planned, I was like, okay, we'll do this. We'll get, all we need is a photo. I just need a photo with them. And I won't, I won't be pro or against, 
I'm just going to post the photo of me and him with a vague caption that doesn't really mean anything. And that's what I did. And I was like, he'll do three things. His peers camp will do one of three things. They will, in order of, uh, you know, least likely to most likely, least likely, he's going to go, I disavow! Oh, I disavow! And that's least likely because they know. They know, they, they, they know who everybody is and they know what different messages, different things will send. And they'll alienate a large portion of, their, of, of the base if they did that. They would alienate the freedom community. It would alienate the trucker community. It would, like he's, he's counting on this because what they're doing is their platform now is to really uh, try to grab that portion of the vote that they totally missed in the last one. That was completely gobbled up by the by the PPC. So they're like, that's a million votes at least right there that they didn't get. And they're like, yes, please. And they're trying to they're trying to get it. So but that's gonna be hard to do if he does that. So well uh, second option, he doesn't say anything. Just doesn't just says absolutely nothing, rides it out. You know, people will get bored in a week or two and it's gonna go away. Or what the option that I hoped for was that he does give a limited response doesn't say my name, doesn't disavow, doesn't support, provides a neutral statement like, hey, I talk to people all the time. I can't be expected to know who everybody is. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm shaking hands with hundreds of people today here. You know, that's what I, that's what, but he went a little step further. He went one step further and he said, and by the way, I've taken tons of pictures and handshakes with the prime minister. Am I certain, am I all of a sudden responsible for his racist outbursts? <laughs> oh, PP. He's nothing if not. He is funny. He is a charming, funny man. I'll give him that. He knows what he's doing. He's good at what he does. Had to get that extra shot in there at the end. <laughs> oh, and you know what? And it doesn't hurt anything. All it does is make the people that hate him hate him even more and go really over the top and crazy. And it helps their base and it helps with, the, you know, it helps everybody in, in reality based world that knows, you know, we're up against something uh, messed up here. When they see them really go into crazy overdrive nonsense mode, they go, oh, they are unhinged. Yes, that is what we were trying to tell you. Uh, they're, not, they're not okay up here. They're all, uh, it, we're fighting lunacy. We're fighting evil lunacy. That is uh, across the board what's going on. And they prove it every day. They've lost their mind. I saw one dumb bitch uh, was, was giving, uh, giving Morgan and other people hell because, uh, was it James Top is, is uh, supporting white supremacy. And there's a picture of uh, I'm there and Morgan's there. There's a bunch of us hanging out at uh, one of the guy's houses. But James isn't in the picture. <laughs> Tom Quiggin is. So I'm like, does she think Tom Quiggin is James Top? <laughs> and they are sending their best. That's what you need to remember. That's their best. That's what they have. That's what they have. And uh, so I smell blood. I um I, I sense weakness. I sense some vulnerabilities, and I'm going to turn this. To, I'm not going to turn the volume down. I'm going to dramatically increase the pressure. A lot of big. Uh, we're doing a lot of big interviews and stuff this week. Other things are in the pipeline. It's just it, the beatings are going to continue, and they will become more and more crazy until uh, there's a decisive battle here soon. And I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's going to be coming. It's going to be coming. And I'm really excited to see what happens with this uh, emergency act. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? There is nothing else like this going on in Canada. This is the craziest shit right now. The entire country, the, the federal apparatus has failed to understand that they've been trolled by a meme. And they enacted martial law. Meanwhile, the Chinese are gobbling up uh, federal, municipal, and provincial politicians. Our healthcare system is in crisis. We're all going broke. We have no idea what's going on. But we've got to make sure we put mean internet man away because his imaginary goat army is going to take over the castle. Oh, goody, Canada. That's okay. 
We're going right back to We'll go back to the 90s In here And it'll kill you You'll literally die from if you if you just time traveled them back to the 90s, they'd all commit suicide, and that would be a great thing. Sent the mask. Thank you, man. He says always epic. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's something. Ash Lobbydosh says, James Top motivated me to run 100-mile race in Cape Breton last weekend. I only made it 45 miles until I didn't meet a time cutoff. I didn't quit. Blood in my shoes. Lost nails. Oh, I know. I lost the matches. Come back here. This is epic. This is epic, Ash Lobby, Lobby Dash. Blood in my shoes, lost nails, going back next year, redemption. You didn't fail. You totally succeeded. You ran 45 miles. That's crazy, man. That is a very long way to run. I said I just ran um, about 11 kilometers, and I just laid it on the bed for like 30 minutes, the last 30 minutes before I had to do this, and I'm like, I have to, I got to summon some energy now. Like, I'm already, I'm old and tired. <laughs> 60 miles, dude. That's mental. You were taking some souls, drinking some milkshakes. I'm going to have more of that later. I got another great David Goggins clip. But that's the attitude that we have to have. Um, they want to, What is happening? Why does this... I think I must have knocked it down. I must have knocked it down. That's, uh, that's the attitude a lot of people need to have. I, like, I love the Goggins attitude. But it's, it's not his. He didn't invent it. He just discovered it on his own, and many men have over the years. And he's been very successful at selling it. It's just, it's just the warrior mentality. That guy can't be stopped. He can't quit. It's impossible. He will just attack his objective and go after it until he wins or he dies. There's nothing in between. You can't beat people like that. You can't. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. Because, you know, and I've had, and I appreciate it. I very much appreciate it. All that, like, people were calling and they're like, are you okay, man? You're fucking, I'm like, yes, man. This is, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know what I've signed up for. I know what a kind of battle I'm in. I understand, exa- I know the game. I know what they're up to. I know it's fine. I am fine, okay? But a lot of people wouldn't be. A lot of, you know, people would not be. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of shit. And you've got people across the country calling you. Uh, and I mean, not a person on Twitter. I mean, CBC. I mean, uh, you know, news, primetime news anchors. I mean, national party leaders and candidates and so on. Calling you a, a terrorist and a neo-Nazi and, uh, and a white supremacist and all these kinds of things. And then there's people like, this is where he lives and this is his house. Yeah, we should, yeah, somebody do something about this. We should get his bank account. Yeah, we should. Fuck. That's my life every day. I deal with that every single day. And I like it because this is what I do. I like to do that. This is what, this is all I can do. Right. So you don't have to. So other people don't have to. That's the point. You know, that's why if there's a, a crowd of dudes, you know, there's five dudes sitting around and there's a house on fire. One of them runs in there first. Why? Because that's who he is. <laughs> right. We've all got a job to do and, and this is mine. So I'll sit there and let them, you know, throw their, throw their shit at me and slander me into fame and do all of it. It doesn't, bo- it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It, it confirms and re- it fuels me up. Honestly, it does. It reaffirms to me that I'm on the right side because the people that are saying these horrible things about me, I look at them and go, oh, you're an evil piece of garbage. 
So if an evil piece of garbage, some of the worst people in the world, the most uh, lazy, disgusting, immature, genetic reject, I mean, I'm talking convicted pedophiles, a few of these people that we've uncovered, you know, these Antifa people, uh, convicted pedophiles, uh, thieves, uh, welfare fraudsters, I mean, this is Antifa, this is who they are, when they're not trying to run crowds of people over in cars. And then you've got their, you know, their their leadership in these political establishments and parties just totally parroting things uh, that they have no idea if it's real or not, which is how we got here. You saw, if you've watched the intro, all of the, the senators and House members and so on talking about, oh, Daniel Wallace is going to build a white ethnic state and they're going to come and kill your children. All that shit they said. Why they say it? Because somebody handed them something and they read it. They don't even know if it's true or not. They don't care. And they just leave. They just go home. They're there for the paycheck. They're a rubber stamp NPC robot. They're terrible, right? They're terrible people. They're not. They're they're so lazy and pathetic. That it's just all about money and, and doing the thing. It's about power to them. It's not about if it's real or if it's true. It's about how do I win? This is a game to them. They don't and they don't have any real core beliefs. They're self-centered. They're narcissists, and they're trying to play a game where you know they get more of what they want, which is money, power, and influence to feed that ego. Because they just said they're narcissists. That's who they are. That's what they do, and that's why they're doing these things. So if those are the people that are attacking you, is that a bad thing? Like, oh, who hates me? The worst people in the world hate me? Okay, that's great. That's amazing. Thank you very much. I, for a minute there, I was kind of concerned if I was, you know, maybe on the right track or not. But thank you for reaffirming to me that pedophiles, scumbag criminals, murderers, uh, lying sycophants, and uh, people that, you know, psychopaths that just don't care about anybody. Until, oh, they all don't like me? Oh, no. Oh, no, Philip. What are we going to do? Hillary Clinton doesn't like me. Like, that's where we're at now. Like, oh, no, blackface doesn't like me. Oh, my God. Oh, what are you going to admit? You're a liar, man. What are you going? Because I'm a white supremacist. And, you know, Paul Minder, thank you very much, came to my came to my defense. Check this out if you want to talk. You know, don't listen to me. This guy knows him. Knows him a lot better than I will. Let me be honest with you. It's been a long time. I haven't made any post about this guy. But you know what? I apologize for my language. What is the first word that came into my mind? Is the, he's a bullshit guy. <laughs> I am saying again, whoever got, got offended by it, I apologize for my words. But he's a... And in this post, I'm not defending Polyver. I'm defending this guy, Jeremy McKenzie. Look what words this bullshit guy using for him. Like, as a violent extremist, Canada's integrated... You're a white supremacist, Pominder. Blah, blah, blah. Wink at white supremacy. Like, <laughs> let me explain. So this is Jeremy McKenzie guy. Hey, Rachel, you're seeing this, right? You have eyes. I mean, just try and focus them forward. I know they want to, you know, do the horse fish thing, but just try to, you know, watch and or at least listen for God. But no, watch because he's, you know, white supremacist. Like, do I, 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 I can't make this easier for you. I can't. There's no other way. Like, what do you want? Just, just, Plumander, just, just do what you're going to do. You can go to his Instagram and check his videos. Listen to him, what he's talking about, especially his recent video. Go check his website and also see he's mentioning this Diagolan something. And uh, it's related to Jeremy McKenzie as well. All right. They have a website. Go check this website. Oh my God, he looked. What is this? Before. Oh my god, a person that didn't know went and looked on their own and what did they find? This is groundbreaking. Believing in b believing this bullshit guy. Do your own research. All right? Okay. 
Jagmeet, you know, I know you blocked me from the Instagram. I know that. All right, but you cannot run. Okay, you cannot run from my videos. I know you're gonna see this video. Re re replace Jughead with Paul Minder right now. First of all, first of all, um, liberal like white NDP voters. If they replaced uh, him with Paul Minder, they wouldn't even notice. They wouldn't even notice at all. They would take them a while. They'd be like, Does "He seems different. Is he, is he different? Did he get a haircut or a different kind of turban?" Or they wouldn't even notice. But he would be a, a dramatic improvement because if he has a soul and a brain and he can think on his own. Would, wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be a change of pace for those people? So you should grow some. Why I'm saying that? Because you guys don't have courage to come to speak to the people. You know, Freedom Convoy happened. Trudeau did not even have one meeting with the people. Like, why are they here? Let's have conversation. No, because you guys are wrong and you're scared of people. You know, then you using your this bullshit bullshit tactics. Or oh, these are like supremacist guy. These are like racist, extremist. Terrorists, Jagmeet, let me tell you one thing, bro. <laughs> in India, we question the government, we expose the government Sikhs in India, and Indian government call us terrorists, terrorists, extremists, blah blah blah, Khalistanis. And same thing happening with this Jeremy guy because he's very outspoken huh. about the federal government, about the RCMP what kind of stuff they're doing and this jeremy mckenzie is a uh, ex uh, army soldier all right and he served in army for canada all right and uh, he's doing everything right for his people like we are doing Let's in punjab go. and the indian government is declaring us terrorists without any evidence without any proofs with nothing same thing, same bullshit you're repeating here in Canada with your boyfriend, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> but we know that. We're not sleeping, all right? Don't think people are sleeping. You just can do your tweet and you will just sleep away. We know you're following the scripts. If you have balls, have have a discussion with the Jeremy Mc McKenzie guy, all right? Set with you him imagine? face to face like a man. Then, I'll, <laughs> uh, then we will see what is really happening how based what is this guy happen when you guys actually sitting in front of the guy you guys are talking shit behind their back on your uh, oh, twitter man. sitting in your sofa or your couch on your bed or on your toilet maybe all right we know why are you doing it you guys are dividing people that's not gonna happen there's a big shift is happening in the whole world and we gonna hold you accountable 100%. You cannot run. You oh. cannot run, you cannot hide. You can use your this silly tactics as much as you can, but the time is shifting, everything is shifting, positions are shifting, power gonna shift, and yep. you have to pay the price yes. for your karma. Because what they say, karma is a bitch. All right? <laughs> Again, last message for you and your boyfriend, Justin Trudeau. Let's Throw go. some balls. Come, have conversation with us face to face. Not with nobody. Just come in front of me, you and yeah. Justin Trudeau. And answer my simple questions. And I'll see 
what you have really have you know you you act big on your tweets just come face us where are you going in person where are you going face. you sell out let's see where it goes where are you going all right thank you those guys kick ass man help it and they don't understand why someone like that is on our side they don't get it they have no idea it's like because we think the same like <clears throat> everything he said i've said you know what i mean it's like that's exactly i'm like yes you may speak for me if i if that's what it comes down to be a fucking man stop hiding like a coward and get out there and face the crowd this is your responsibility you fucking snake <laughs> he's way he's way more polite about it though right hold into rules is it uh 1990 underscore i think on tiktok or, or something like that guy's awesome uh he was in ottawa as well there was a whole bunch of the whole crew of them there they were feeding everybody and Doing all kinds of awesome stuff. Why does this? Why is this? Why do you insist on doing this to me? My my, my technology hates me. It's coming. It's coming after me. Um, let's see. Burger Herlorg. I'm close. I'm getting close to that word. I'm getting good at it. Burger Herlorg. If I drink any more milkshakes, I'm gonna get the diabetes. It's been a great fucking couple of days. Love you, Dags. Thank you very much uh, to you as well. Hope you guys have a great get together. Uh, this coming up uh, in the next few days. Looks a little while there. Daglon Biznasi says, at Rachel Kilmore on Twitter, you won't be disappointed. That's at Rachel Kilmore uh, on Twitter. Yep. Just doing some ads. We're doing some quick uh, quick Twitter ads. Is that what we're doing? I'm just reading Twitter accounts. That's fine. Whatever. It's a, that's, a good, that's not a bad job. You know, I've had worse jobs. This is not bad. Camus Key says, it's amazing to me that uh, <laughs> Dean says Daglon is a bunch of losers when seven people watch his podcast and 2,100 people are watching you right now. Interesting. Yes. Well, I mean, you know. That's what inferior people do, isn't it? They, they create excuses and they find other people for why they're not where they want to be. Rather than focusing on his own shitty life and his shitty fucking uh, productions and his terrible lack of talent or quality, or just really have nothing to offer at all. Rather than fix that problem, he would just, you know, try to yell at other people and hope that like those tiny fish that attach themselves to sharks for a free ride and for the protection, uh, he'd try and do that. Uh, 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 what's the word? A parasite. Yeah, he'd rather be a parasite, parasitic person instead. Um, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not the one whose legacy is going to be that of a parasite. <laughs> I'm not the one that sexualized children on the, on, on the fucking internet. I'm not the one that got fired for, you know, being a homophobe and then my own son is gay. <laughs> Calling everybody drunks and drug addicts and fucking guys in AA all the time. Jesus Christ, what a mess. What a mess. I mean, they're all fucked in the head. And they're like, do you think you're going to beat us, man? Like I was saying, that's, that's what I was trying to say. I lost my train of thought. I mean, they, they do these things. What were they, They're going to say, oh, you're going to tweet some stuff? That's cute. Oh, you got a blog too. Good for you. Oh, did Evan Solomon say a thing? That's nice. Um, all the people that support me still do. And uh, now you've just made way more of them. So the net, uh, you know, plus minus at the end of the game here is I'm up substantially. And that means you're down substantially. Because every, every person we gain is someone that used to formerly be under your influence. And now they're under our influence. You see how that works? So you didn't do anything. You just helped me substantially substantially and i'm going to be on uh, viva fry's show tomorrow afternoon i don't have an exact time for that yet um he's in florida and it's crazy down there you know there's you know trump lives there i mean you can't predict anything in florida there's lizards it's weird is there alligators there probably is there probably yes there definitely is weird stuff like that so you know he's gonna that's gonna be uh tomorrow and there's maybe a couple other ones but I'm, i'm still working on that 
So they can they can do these kinds of things and tweet tweet their stuff and you know, is it really that big of a deal? You just you always got to remember where you came from. And uh, I was very fortunate, and I'm I'm very thankful to the the military in a lot of ways for a lot of experience. It it, it put it, it everything that happened to me set me up to be sitting here right now doing exactly what I'm doing right now. And you know. I guarantee there's been something else more stressful and difficult to deal with in your life compared to like people talking shit about you on the internet. And it's not just me. It's happens to, it happens to other people. Unfortunately, others uh, in the community get slandered and smeared and just, just because of their attachment to me. And I feel terrible about that. That's why they select them to do this kind of shit. Um, I hate that. And that's why I try to make as much noise as possible. I don't want them to do that to you. I want them to come after me. You come right, you come fight with me, you little fucking you lying snake, you know, because uh, at the end of the day, I, when I was 20 years old, like, you, you think this is hard for me? When I was, I was 20 years old, I volunteered to go fight in a war. And while I was over there, uh, a third, almost a quarter of my platoon was killed in a single day. Uh, some of these guys were my roommates. I knew them very well. We'd lived together for years. And it wasn't, it was, it, it's, there's something uh, uniquely scary and terrifying about an IED. Um, ask anyone, they will take a straight up gunfight any, any day of the week than to ever have to deal with that shit again. Because you're literally just hoping you don't die all of the time. There's no break. There's no, like, once the shooting stops, you're probably safe because you're out of engagement range and this kind of shit. You can just blow up. You can just be eating breakfast, and then you just blow up. Or you can be, uh, you know, half asleep in the back of your vehicle, and you, and you get blown up. And there's, you're scrambled eggs. You're turned into scrambled eggs. You don't even know what happened. And for those of us that are left behind, we see that happen. I go, oh my God. Like, and then it really sinks in. Like, that's what you're doing here. Like, you, you, people are dying. This is a joke. This is some real shit. So that happens. And then, uh, you know, that gets packed up and dealt with. You get, send them home in the boxes. I said in the video, one of the guys, he was a really good friend of mine. And I feel bad because I kind of like giggled when I said it. I do that as a kind of a stress response sometimes. I mean, I, the first time I was ever shot at, I laughed. You know, and my buddy's like, are you, what is wrong with you? I'm like, we're going to die. <laughs> we're dead. You know what I mean? It can be a stress response for some people. And uh, so, you know, but that was, that was a true story. They, they had to, and it bothers me a lot that they had to rebuild his face to make it look like a person. Cause it was, you know, they had to have pictures of him and try to do surgery and like stitch something together. that kind of looked like their son. <clears throat> so that happens. You know, one guy was decapitated entirely and the guys have to pick up the poor guy's head in his helmet, totally off his body. Like we just ate breakfast with this guy hours ago. You know what I mean? And now you're dealing with this and you're 20, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't specifically me, but the guys are 20 years old and this kind of shit. But then when that's all done, they say, okay, back to work. And what's work? Work is go back to doing what you were exactly just doing when all those people are just blown to smithereens. Go get your gear on, go get your fucking machine gun, fall in. We're going back out in six hours. That is scary. That's fear. That's real fear. Okay? That's like when, you're, when you don't feel your legs anymore. You're walking, but you don't feel them. And it's kind of weird, like, jumping over, uh, <laughs> over like, uh, you know, little pieces of ground and trying to climb shit. Because you're really, you know, once the fear sets in, it's, it's very powerful. And if I can do that. I was 20 years old. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing there. But I knew then that I had the guts to do that. I knew I could, I could see people I loved and cared about die and have a very, very obviously justified fear that it would happen to me and going back to the same place to fight the same people and doing the same thing. And uh, I did it anyway. 
I didn't complain. I didn't try and get. I didn't try and sneak out of it. I didn't say I was sick. I've got gastro. I can't go on the patrol. I didn't do any of that shit. But we all were. Everybody was scared. Nobody wanted to do it. But we all did it anyway because that's what men do. That's what that is. That's what courage is. And that's something that none of these people have. They have absolutely no idea who they're dealing with. And you know, uh, me and some of the V for F guys talked about this. Like they have no. They have. You have no idea who you're dealing with. You, you think, you think like, I had people reach, just like, are you okay? Like, your Twitter got banned. I'm like, I don't give a shit about a Twitter account, man. Really? The level of stress and loss and pain and misery I can tolerate is, a, is, that a, is a, to a degree that they don't even know exists. I am like radiation before it's discovered. They don't even know it's out there. They, had, they were completely oblivious to it existing, that, that people can withstand and deal with, with uh, and go to a place mentally. They don't even know that it exists. We're a secret society to them, and uh, that's called, you know, men who give a shit. And, they're, and, they're th- and they think they're going to fucking... What do you think you're going to do? What do you think you're going to do to us exactly? Well, we're going to write some articles, and we're gonna, I'm going to charge you with some crimes, and I'm going be- <laughs> to... Okay. Ooh. So scary. You know? So, but the point is fear is a very, uh, is very, it's a very important thing to overcome fear. And uh, there's a difference between, you know, feeling fear and letting it dictate your actions. And uh, I'm going to use an example. I, don't, I haven't done this in a while. Hey, we're going back to the whiteboard. There's a specific um, example of this I remembered recently that I wanted to uh, show you. What are we going to use? Oil brush? Calligraphy pen? Fancy. Now we'll just go with the regular pen. We'll use a, a black line. We're going to draw a graph here. It goes like this, and, then it, and it goes like that. And over here, uh, we have, uh, this is your fear level. Uh, come on, right upside down on an angle. There we go. And over here, and this is specifically geared towards uh, soldiers like deploying into uh, combat zones. And you have your skill level over here. And... Um, as your fear level goes up, like if you touch near the top here is, is where death is, <laughs> okay? Because for a number of reasons, when you first enter, this is, and this is also the time, I, I probably fucked this up, but the time of your deployment, really. Yeah, ignore these. I don't know what I'm talking about. So they, they start here, day one, you're, you're just in theater, brand new. Your, your likelihood of death, so say in Vietnam or something, uh, is going to be quite high because you're scared as fuck and you don't have any idea what's going on. Like, you don't really know how the unit operates. You don't know the area. You don't know the land. You don't know what's normal. You don't, you don't fucking... So your fear level is way up here, and your skill level is, is not there. And um, as it goes on, your fear will subside, and your skill levels increase, you know, driving that, that wave down to... You can't, you can't kind of get to this valley here where you get used to what you're doing, and uh, you kind of know, you know the ropes now, and, you know, you've done this a million times. It's still scary, but, yeah, you get it. But there's this phenomenon in these deployments... Um, that this guy wrote. I really recommend this book if you find this stuff interesting. Uh, on Killing by Lieutenant Colonel Gro- uh, Dave Grossman, or On Combat uh, as well. He wrote a couple of these. Towards the end, the fear starts to increase because in- getting inside their own heads, uh, the guys start to think, well, you're getting close to the end, like, uh, and you've seen so much death and shittiness happen already. It's just a matter of time. Sooner or later, it's going to be me. And the longer I'm here, every minute I'm here, the more like they think the longer they're there, the more likely it is that they're going to die and all this kind of stuff. And then they start doing things differently out of fear. They start, make, they start doing things they normally weren't doing three months ago, but now they are because they're getting freaked out and pop, they're dead because they did something they shouldn't have out of fear. Fear will literally kill you. And that's why. So use it as a motivator and understand why it's there to caution you in, in serious and difficult situations. But if you let it, uh, you're doing something out of fear because of fear, you will die. 
maybe not literally die. Uh, maybe you will if you're overseas. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're going to fuck it up. So use your head. Use your head and, uh, you know, understand your situation and, you know, grab your nuts and, and march forward. That's the only thing. So that's, uh, you know. I had to deal with that when I was 20 years old and I can uh, know that I have a very high chance. And and I'm not talking like just walking along. I mean, you're hearing gunfire and you're getting closer and then people shooting at you and you're just keep walking into it. I I did that when I was 20 years old. So I'm not stopping. (laughs) I I can keep walking forward in that environment. This This is a joke to me. And it should be a joke to all of you because... I'm not, uh, I'm not anything special. I'm just a regular dude. And I just slowly built this up over time uh, with my own life experiences and, and just, you know, making the decisions that I made. But, you know, I wasn't made in a war factory. I'm not kind of super awesome, ultra mega deadly brave commando man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and a lot of us weren't. We were all just regular guys, regular kids from, from all over Canada and as they were in every other war that did that. So people have the capacity to do really crazy, insane things if they believe in it. If they believe in what they're doing... And that's, that's why they did it. People don't join the military and go deploy into wars because they don't believe in what they're doing. <laughs> well, maybe they do if they're conscripts, if they're Chinese or Russian soldiers, maybe. But they're willing to die. Like the, you know, the Pacino quote that I tried to throw over that video, it's the guy that's willing to die that's going to take it away every single time because he'll do absolutely anything and he'll fight all the way to the end because to him, losing his death, it's literally the same as dying. You know? Where do you suppose he ran off to? Oh, Fauci, he went away. Yeah, so absolutely don't get on the truck. And uh, to transition out of that, I'm just going to drink some more, I think, is, is probably always a good, good, good idea. I do enjoy it. Some more stupid things to talk about and some more, you know, I'm probably going to you know, get weird here and do some yelling. <laughs> it's a mess out there, man. But you can't let them get you down. That's why they're fighting. That's why they're biting back so hard. Because you're hurting them. Right? Because it hurts. Years ago, when we were real teeny, teeny, tiny, nobody paid any attention. First, they mock you. Then they fight you. Then you win. First, they didn't pay any attention to us at all. Then, oh, we were just low-rent Kekistan. Oh, a bunch of idiots on the internet. Who cares? What are they even going to do? Now they're real big mad and trying to take us out. Guess what happens after that? Now they've, now they've finally showed up. And everybody's showing up on our side. So guess what happens next? says teach me how to land critical hits versus the media like you do it's it's instinct man timing is everything timing and opportunity is everything girls jesus p.s the wife's surgery went well i am in awe the dag community that gives more than is even asked of it death to stalin what an amazing timeline to be in you've empowered people in a perilous time thank you very much man i'm glad to hear that i'm glad your wife is doing well and I'm glad that the uh, community could be there for you. And I, I encourage people to go do it. It's not pinned there anymore, um, but you guys will have to share it amongst yourselves. Or I will probably, there's no way to do that unless I share it with you on the 
Telegram page or, or one of the other various affiliated evil neo-Nazi terrorist uh, people, well, maybe BGB will give it to you. The black white supremacist. Or, or, you know, maybe Muslim bigot will give it to you. The Muslim white supremacist. Or maybe Paul Minder will give it to you. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe Feather Dot Dot will give it. Uh, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. Uh, is what I'm saying. But there's a community page. Uh, T.me slash Raging Distant II is my Telegram channel if you want to go there and join that. I'll, there's updates and things. There is provincial boards all over the country, and um, I've been encouraging people to take advantage of that kind of uh, thinking. You don't have to use mine, but it's there for you if you want. Uh, go find there's, – there's, we're everywhere. We're, we're absolutely everywhere. These communities are getting bigger and stronger all the time, and it's just people figuring out they've been, they've been had by a bunch of criminals and – uh, you're always stronger together than you are apart. And that's why they want you to stay home, stay safe, lock down, isolate, and listen to their very divisive, very fear-mongering uh, bullshit. When's the last time? Here's another thing. When's the last time any of these uh, government puppets, any of these talking heads, any of these, uh, you know, people on the news, when's, when's the last time any of them ever made you feel like, you know, good or gave you hope or gave you inspiration to, to, to save, you know, to fix your situation or uh, anything like that? It's, it's all just basically... <laughs> programming and, and horseshit and negativity and uh it's shocking i can't believe the world that we're in i can't believe so many people are so angry at each other all the time because the media made it that way they are chiefly responsible and everybody's figuring it out and they're mad at me because i rang the fucking dinner bell are you mad at me is that hurt and now they're all coming out trying to do these trying to do these little fucking attacks you've got look at this one Check this piece of work out. This is from the Halifax Examiner. There's a picture of me and there's peeps. And the headline is, Nova Scotia has had two recent mass murders. Are we failing to recognize the warnings of signs of a third? What do you think he's trying to imply there? Hmm? Now, oh, now I'm a mass murderer. Huh? Okay. See, they have rage deluge, uh, derangement syndrome. Um... Or, or which is a subset, is a subcategory of Trump derangement syndrome. See, what happens is, this is very uh, complicated stuff. Um, I talked to a lot of fake doctors about this, and uh, what they told me is that um, basically you have the, the character, you know, typically, almost always exclusively men, but not always, um, you know, kind of a strong man figure who just says how it is, and he doesn't care about your feelings, and is just, you know... Does, doesn't apologize, very confident with himself, doesn't really give a fuck what anybody thinks of him and does whatever. And that is very triggering to the opposite kind of people who are the opposite of everything. They're, they have very low confidence, very low ability. They very much care what everyone else thinks about them. They're physically, mentally weak. They're spiritually weak. They're, again, they're the opposite of all those things. And it really makes them crazy. And, uh, you know, first, most obviously you know, encapsulated by the, you know, the previous President Trump and, and many other people. And, and, they, and they go crazy. They go crazy to see this kind of thing. And it, uh, it burrows into their mind. This isn't a typical, you get mad and you go, all right, fuck that guy. And then you don't look at it anymore. They keep coming back. Do you know how many people in this chat right now? Like, look around. What are we at? 2,000 people? What are we going on here? Let's check, this. Let's check the numbers. Yeah, we got 700 over there. Couple hundred over there. What's uh, almost nine hundred on YouTube? We go. So a couple thousand people are watching this right now. Do you know how many? There's a there's a fair size, a couple dozen that are only here because they hate me and they don't even know why they're watching. They have lives, they have family, they have friends, they have other things. But you know what they're doing? They're here watching me instead because I live in their minds and I own them. I own their soul. I have drank their milkshake and I have taken their soul. I've broken them. I've broken them mentally. I have a great video from David Goggins again to show you later about that. Also a black guy. So, I mean, again, white supremacy. They've really done their homework. Um, 
I mean, I have a lot of people I consider uh, heroes and people I, I respect. And uh, many of them are not white, you know, Muhammad Ali, you know, Mike Tyson, David Goggins. Uh, they would know this if they paid any attention. But again, they still cling to these, to these, you know, these, these tropes because it's all they have. They don't have anything else except to try and throw shit at the wall and, and hope that it works. <laughs> and they're so scared. Who would bother? Who would waste the time? Obsessed people do. No one else cares. I, I, don't, I didn't even know who these people are until they come to me. And that's another very, uh, a, a one clear distinction I, I, I want to make right now. I don't go out of my way to attack anybody, and I never have, except obviously, of course, public figures and people whose policy I criticize because it's my duty to do that as a private citizen. I try to hold these people accountable because what they do affects your life, my life, everybody's life, and it hurts people sometimes, and many times it kills people, which it's been doing for years. It's been doing it my whole life, so it's very much worth holding them accountable. So, you know, less people die, uh, that kind of thing. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Right. So, that, outside of that, I don't try to start shit. I don't attack people. I don't, you know what I mean? But they'll come after, and they, but if they come after me, I will go for your fucking eyes right away. Because, again, uh, that's, that's what fighting is. Anyone that knows how to fight for real, like in real life, how real life fighting is, is you go to 100% immediately and you don't stop until they're destroyed because your life's in danger, you know, in a physical fight. Like, people, if someone's attacked you, they could kill you. You don't know what's going on. Uh, beat, beat them unconscious, you know. <laughs> don't stop until they're not moving, you know. That's what cops are trained to shoot. Shoot them until they go down. I mean, until the threat is eliminated, you don't stop. You don't, you know, shove them and go, hey. You know, that's, that's not a strong, that you don't, you're not coming out strong, right? Somebody's coming at you with a knife, you charge at that guy head first and, and kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only way. You attack until the threat is destroyed. So if somebody attacks me, or you attack my friends, or you attack my loved ones, or, or something like that, uh, I will come after you so hard. I will come for your eyes. I will rip your eyes right out of your head. And then I will burrow inside your brain for the rest of your life. And that's where these people are. Once they've gotten on the, the, the mind virus of me, they never get away. They never get away. Even if they think they have, it's been six months. Guess what? They get an itch and they need to know what I'm up to. <laughs> I love it. I love it very much. It's like a superpower. It's like a superpower. Man, that's a lot of people. There's a lot of people here watching this tonight. You like that? You guys like that? I know some people really don't like that. Huh? Where'd all your hit pieces? Hey, but, but, but a Nazi... No one listens to your fucking horse shit anymore. No one cares. And they see this for what it is. They go, oh my God, what a maniac. And this guy's been attacking veterans for a while. What's his name? Tim Busquet lives at, what is it, 23 Albion Road, Halifax, something like that. Well, I mean, he doxed my entire family. You know, he, he, he put my family's entire, you know, many, many members of my family live at, the, live at that address. And he decided to publish it, so I'll publish his. Lives there with his wife, Stephanie. You know? Just stating facts. Just saying, we're just saying, we're just saying things now, hey? We're just putting information out in the world. Right, Tim? Do you like that? How do you like that? I got lots more. I got a lot. Do you want to keep going? <laughs> Let's see how it ends. Let's see how this ends. Because when the sun sets on this fucking story, you're not going to be happy with it. You're not going to be happy with it. This is not going to be for you. The, the future that, you, that these people are inheriting is very dark. It's very bad. It's very bad for them. It's hopeless and bleak. If I were them, I would fake my death, change my name, and move to a South American country. 
w- without question. Uh, the, the writing is on the wall in a way that it's it's not it's not even like a pen on the wall. It's like someone took a giant. It's like they painted a Black Lives Matter mural on the wall, you know? Like one of those giant, obnoxiously, way too, okay, we fucking get it, Jesus Christ, like they put on the roads and stuff. Yeah, like that. That's the, that's the size of the writing on the wall. Is that, is that clear enough? And this is what they've been doing, and this is why I did it. Here, here he is. Peeps leads with march of convoy protesters beside man with far-right extremist ties. And one of those ties? Literally me. Literally me. They are so desperate. This is all they have. Oh, and who wrote it? Oh, it's Rachel again. It's Rachel again. And I'm harassing her. She's using her platform to carry out a liberal communist agenda fed to her by the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. She might as well work for them at this point. She's going to lose her job, and she deserves to. She shouldn't have a job. She's not smart enough to have a job. Okay, you should have, when you tried and failed to be an Instagram model, you peaked. You should have shut her down then and figured out how to, like, like most of you useless whores do, latch on to a successful guy and get knocked up and then just, you know, drain him for money the rest of your life. That's what you probably should have did. Um, but now, you, now you've, it's too late. It's too late. Now this is what you're doing? Oh, God. The day before Canada Day, Canada, conservative leadership Canada. <laughs> strutted strutted he strutted down an ottawa street with a crowd of red and white adorned supporters trailing behind him james top and james top was there and and then but he'd talked to me before and i and i for well over an hour one time he was actually on twice but again you can't think you didn't do any research you have no idea what you're talking about we also served in the same unit together uh but whatever and this is all open knowledge it's fine and then she lies about me and says a bunch of shit. So I don't know why. Why Why has he gone after her? Because she's a liar. Because she lies about me. She lies about people I care about. And she lies about things that I care about. So I attack her. I'll attack her ruthlessly. And I hope everybody does until she surrenders. Because that's just how it is. You want to fight? Let's fight. This is fighting. You don't like it? Stop. Surrender. Surrender and it's over. That's how it works. We won't be bullied. We won't sit at this. Bitch, I was in a war. We were in wars. This is nothing. You haven't even begun. You want, go ahead. Go ahead and shut the internet down and then turn the entire country against you in, in one fell swoop. Do it. I want you to do it. Everything you're thinking of doing, I want you to do all of it because you're so stupid and detached from reality and you have no pulse, no finger on the pulse of what's actually in the head of the common man and woman in this country. You're completely devoid of any insight at all. Every idea that you think you have that's going to help you is actually going to hurt you. So I want you to keep doing that. And they can't stop watching me and they know I'm right and they believe a lot of times, they're worried that I'm right and now they're going to think of something and go, well, but he said, but but no, he would just, he's just saying that to try and trick me out of thinking to, to, to do uh, what I do. He, uh, it's amazing. I love this. It's, it's the best. This is the most fun I've ever had in my life. It really is. And, I'm, and I love it because these are the worst people in the world. They absolutely deserve to have this happen to them. Okay. They don't deserve to have peace. They don't deserve to have, uh, you know, empathy or support. They don't deserve it because they've lied to you. They've lied to me. They've lied to everyone about so many things for so long. And people made life decisions. They made medical decisions about things that you lied to them about. Either you obfuscated the truth or you didn't tell the truth or you left certain details out and you tell people who to hate and who to fight and who to kill. And if it's not you, it's the person next to you or it's the person coming in after you or it was the person that was there before you. I don't give a shit. You all wear a uniform to me, and it's the uniform of the professional liar. The state 
paid mockingbird liar. That's you. That's what you do, and you get people killed all the fucking time with your laziness. You are of the profession of death. You are the dealers of death. Hey, everyone, let's go fight the Iraqis. Why? Well, the journalists say that we have to. There's weapons of mass destruction and so on, and they're not going to ask questions. They're not going to fight any of this. They're not going to tell the people, hey, the government's out of control because they took the money like they always fucking do. Like Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed in 50 years. And I'm supposed to care. I'm supposed to care about these people. You are the direct and primary cause of most human suffering around the world. How do you feel about that? You're probably the most evil, destructive force in the world right now. Western-owned corporate state media. You are the problem. If there is a virus in this world that needs to be eradicated and vaccinated against, it is you. It is absolutely you. And here's another thing. You can do whatever you want to me. Throw me in jail. Kill me. Stab me. Do whatever the fuck you're going to, you know, vandalize my truck again. Do the, do the drive by my house and take the picture. Do it all. I don't care. I, I, I really don't care. You'll never, you'll never stop any of this. It, it, it's over. Everyone knows. Like, everyone. UFC fighters are calling out pedophiles, you people. And here's another thing. Every fucking day. Here, let, let, sit down. Here, have a pen, you dumb whore. Every day that you sit there and you don't write the story on Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein and all the children that go missing and all the mania, there's no story there. Or the Biden laptop and the Ukrainian deals and the human trafficking going on. There's no story there either. You've chosen. You have a finite amount of time in your day. And you have a finite amount of time of that day to focus on what you're going to tell people that they should know about. And you... Push all that aside and say, internet man bad. That's what you've decided to do. (laughs) Because you're a coward. Well, a lot of people aren't cowards, and very soon the future will belong to the strong, to the brave, and the courageous, not the coward. This is the age of the weakling, of the pathetic insect and worm. We are ruled over by, you know, half men... You know, not even really deserving of life, genetic, you know, rejects of people. Look around. Look around at the people in charge these days. Are you kidding me? I'd rather have a third degree sunburn than, than have to deal anything with these people. They're, they're, they're terrible. They're awful. They're pathetic. They're weak. And they, they, they're not even smart. They're not strong. They're not smart. They're not insightful. They're not inspiring. They're not motivating. They're not self-sacrificing. They're not selfless. They're not, they're literally not one thing that is the quality of a good leader, of, of a good person that you would want to have in that position. They don't have a single, not most of the qualities, none. They have none of them. Not one. And is it any wonder that, you know, men on their own, naturally, as a result, as an instinct of knowing that they're being fed a bunch of bullshit, that's what's going on. Men around the world just know, and women too, and the women that love them, they just know, like, this is bullshit, something's not right, I'm going to find out what the fuck is going on here. Because you're a liar, and we are instinctually, as human beings, programmed to sniff that out and destroy it. That's why liars are abhorrent. That's why it's illegal. And so on. And even despite all of your shit and all the things you tried to do, I mean, you've just got random... Listen to this. This is just a random... It was at uh, Bowman, right? What's his name? Joel? I can't remember. Wins a fight in the UFC. This is a UFC fighter is just saying this on, on pay-per-view to, what was it, 20 million people? Something crazy? Just like that. So all those doubting my NFT... 
You're looking at the guy that's the reason that college athletes and high school athletes are getting paid today. Mr. Influencer to Influencers. Secondly, Jimmy Kimmel, viral this. I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet. And until they release the flight logs, you, the mainstream media, Hollywood, are all pedophiles to me. Eat dick. No! Eat a dick, he says. Uh, am I canceled yet? Dot com. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, this guy knows. You know who else knows? Everybody. Fucking everybody. And you know why they hate you? Because you never told them. You never fucking told them. Like a betrayal, right? Because they trust you to tell them the important things. And when something really important happens and they find out about it from somebody else, it's like finding your wife cheating on you, you know? Honey, can you explain why there's a black man in our bedroom? You know, these kinds of things. It's it's alarming. It's something that needs to be addressed. It's not something you just ignore. Who's Leroy? When did he get here? And is he staying long? Do we have to feed him? You know, that th these aren't things that just happen. Oh, there's the Epstein? What's that about? Oh, they don't even release... So they just threw these people in jail and that's it? Like, they were trafficking children to hundreds of people, wealthy, elite, powerful people, the pres presidents, apparently, and other... We're not, we're not going to talk about that? That seems, uh... Whose side are you on, exactly? So we're just not going to talk about that. Are you, are you fucking serious? And you think you're the good person? You're evil. You're the embodiment of evil. You're the thing that permits it. For evil to succeed and thrive requires that good men do nothing. You're that piece of shit. You know, that good men do nothing. You did nothing. You refused to stand in its way and you let it have its way with the villagers. Good for you. And I'm supposed to have some kind of sympathy for you. This hate, they're hating journalists. You're not a journalist. You're a propagandist, man. Bauman, 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 I don't know how to say his name, Joel, but that fucking kicks ass. <laughs> that guy, he knows what's going on. Cow Punching Dirtbags is taking a break from punching cows to hit the gym instead. Good for you, man. Love to hear it. Ragecast makes for a rage-filled workout. Enjoy the coaster and cheese, brother. Thank you. I was telling, showing everybody about it earlier. Thank you very much, man. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate your support. Uh, also, we have Cindy Lee. Says, is it wrong to mention to Vax people that I've never gotten sick after they volunteer that they get COVID multiple times? Also, Fish Eyes is quite obs obviously obsessed with you. Gross. I know. I, you know, she's a ginger. I'm a ginger. There's not that many ginger babies in the world. And I think she thought, she hoped that she was going to be able to, you know, but. <laughs> Heartbreak is a hard thing to get over. You know, it's. Uh... <laughs> My heart goes out to her. You know, Morgan's doesn't, but, you know, I feel really bad that she's, uh, you know, she's just going to have to do more with less, I suppose. Kamaski <laughs> says, who here wants to buy a Volkswagen EV? I can think of some people in Halifax, perhaps in the Albion Street area, that may want to buy or sell a Volkswagen EV. Should I call them? Should I go over there and check? Maybe I will. Maybe we'll just print the, the maybe we'll just publish the addresses of everybody's families all over the place and just see what happens. Maybe we'll just say, hey, maybe everyone should just know where everyone lives all the time. What do you think about that? Transparency, right? We're all about transparency. Let's do that. I've got, 
I've got quite a few. I can I can throw it all the way almost at a thousand people on YouTube now. Thank you for thank you. Let's hear it for the media. You guys did a great job. You showed me. I'm so canceled. Oh my god. Do you learn nothing? Do you understand nothing? They don't. It's they don't. It's like figuring out halfway through a game that the person you're playing against is uh, is like handicapped or something. You ever play an online game or, or play any kind of thing where you're like taking it really seriously and then halfway through it they're like making so many horrible mistakes you just kind of check out you're like oh jeez you know. I could be drunk and win. This is, you know, and I am. I, I, I literally am. I literally drink beer and cut you to ribbons, you know? And then uh, we get up in the morning. We all go, we go to the gym. This guy's making memes. This guy, we're networking and doing, you know, you know bringing people together and bringing messaging. and it, it, Nonstop, around the clock. This is what we do all the time. And you guys are hanging out on Twitter whining. You've never read a book in your lives. Like you're just, it's, it's so, it's so over. I'm just enjoying it. Uh, the light is at the end of the tunnel now. Like we can see it. We have it. We have an endpoint that, that can be kind of starting to shake out in the distance. A lot of work yet ahead. A lot of things still need to be done, but, uh, it, it seems as though the momentum, the battlefield has definitely changed and, uh, it's a good thing. It's good for us. Buzzy double O says PP reworded that line. From the Alex Jones trial, well, someone may have. I don't think, you know, the guy's too busy, right? You're running around. You've got people managing this kind of shit for you and all that. But, um, yeah, what I did ask him, as I've said, because I commit, you know, we talked about this, right? I want this to be, so, I want this to be at the forefront of everyone's mind when this election happens. If it's soon, if it's later, because he is definitely going to win the conservative ele- nomination for God. He brought in 318,000 uh, subscriptions to the party just on his own. Just him, right? Um, it, it's going to be a landslide. He's, he's going to win. He's almost definitely going to win an election too. So I want to make sure that this needs to happen. The defund, the, not, not like a redu- reduction funding. I mean, complete and total, pull the plug, decapitation, destruction of the funding pipeline to the mainstream media, to the liars. Because here was a big mistake they made. In the United States, you've got a lot of these networks, but they're all privately owned. They've got billionaire you know, sponsors, and they've got fundraising, and they've got advertising, and they have uh, TV networks, and they've got a lot of uh, passive income and this kind of stuff. Uh, Canada, not so much. Ours have entirely relied upon taxpayer money. Entirely. And without our money, they will all go bankrupt. All of them within two years. First, they'll downsize. First, they'll cut people. First, they'll make some fire. Rachel will be gone immediately. I mean, the first day. She should just not even show up to work after that happens because it's, I mean, forgot. TikTok videos about Sprite. Uh, yeah, we can do without that, you know, and uh, it's going to do two things. It's either going to force the media to become competitive and actually start telling people what's going on. So the public gets value from what they're saying, and that's why they don't make any money. They don't make any money because there's no fucking reason to. No, no, no one is going to pay them any attention. They don't care what they're saying. They, they can't. No, no one's listening. No one cares. No one watches. No one wants to know. So they're bleeding money out like crazy. They can't produce any content. They can't produce any, any, any entertainment, any, any anything. They can't get anybody, and without stealing from you and injecting it into this into this dumpster fire, it has no other way of staying alive. So I wanted to make sure I wanted to look him in the eye and grab him by the hand and squeeze it a little tighter than he's probably comfortable with, and say, "You're gonna cut all their money, right?" And he said, "That's the plan. That is what we're gonna do." <laughs> I said, "Very well. That's all I wanted to know." So they're either going to do that or, and, and then which forces them to become competitive and they, and they probably won't because they're ideologues and they'll all just go bankrupt and, and implode anyway. Or he doesn't do it 
and everyone sees them for the liars that they are. The war continues. We're in the exact same place that we are now, except we have a very easy way to expose these people because if they refuse to destroy the Death Star, they're not on our team. This is like Luke Skywalker pulling up at the last minute and flying away instead. And you're like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's a traitor. He's not on your team. He's obviously working for the Empire and he just suckered all of you into destroying yourselves. So those are the situations. But hey, uh, how is that any different from now? You, you trade one uh, bullshit government for another one and they have CBC and they steal your money to do it. Whatever. But now you've created a very strong argument for why no one, there is no other option. You're going to have to find a third option. Right? What's the, uh, you know, where, where's the downside? I don't see one. Godzilla Unchained says, this segment of Ragecast 270 is sponsored by the Southern Californian Diagonal Fourth Industrial Revolution Anti-Great Reset Royal Militia. Back the slash and stop global homo one dead communist at a time. Thank you. Thank you for that. These are great advertisers. Short and long says, folks, if you hear them talking about this shit on talk radio, you need to call in and set them straight. It works. Attack now. If you want to, I mean, I encourage, it's fun, you know, to get involved and to do something. If you want to help me, that's something you could do. If you see people uh, trying to get away with this shit, tell them, tell them what's up. Tell them, no, that's not correct. This is horseshit. That's totally wrong. You know, call in these stations and correct them. If that's, if that's what you don't have to, I'm not, you know, telling you what to do, but I, I hear people say that to me sometimes like, oh, I, I want to help you. How do I do? do that? Just tell the truth. Just tell people the truth. That's all. Go out and, and, and live, live the opposite of them. You know, go be an honest, you know, decent human being that uh, wants to self-sacrifice and help others and, and, and fight the, uh, fight the empire. That's it. That's how you help me. You help me by, by helping everybody else. And the more we do that, the bigger the problem they have gets. And uh, they, they can't handle what we already have. They couldn't handle us last year. They're having a double, way bigger time trying to handle us now. And in another year, it's going to be impossible. I mean, they're, they're on the ropes big time. And nothing, no options they have remaining to them are going to improve their situation. Nothing they can do is going to make it better. It's only going to make it worse. They're going to, oh, we'll just censor the internet. Everyone hates you. We'll have martial law. You did that once already, and that almost caused civil war. What are you going to do? Well, just arrest everybody. Right on. Maybe then the United States will invade once Trump takes over and replace you because you're an out-of-control dictatorship. There's nothing, you, there's no move left. They've painted themselves into a corner, a red corner, and uh, there's no way out for them anymore. So if you want to help, uh, that's a great idea. Short and long, thank you very much for that. NWO Pickley, Smokey Smith made it to Corporal five times once he won the Victoria Cross. He made it to Sergeant. In an interview, he was asked about taking prisoners. He said, I'm not paid enough for that. <laughs> Based. Angel of Wrath says, if pedophiles who are friends with Epstein are angry at you, you're most likely the good guy. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can judge a man, judge a man by his enemies, not his friends. Camus Key says, would you eat a horse fish flavored... <laughs> Why do you do this kind of shit to me? I don't know why you do it. Can I... I saw stars. Canaze were plaid. Uh, it says Gilmore is a descendant of Sid from the Ice Age movie. I don't remember that one. I watched a lot of kids' movies with my kids. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. I see what you mean. Grills Cheese says, I'd pay money to see a Jack Layton versus... You meet Cage match. Layton is spinning so much in his grave, he, would, he could attach power leads and make power to keep Greta happy. He probably could. You're probably right about that. And he probably is very much spinning in his grave. Andrew Button, uh, he would be an alt-right neo-Nazi at, th at this stage. Their own people, just from 10, 20, 30 years ago, are, um, you know, worse than me now. You know, 
Only they'd only be worse because they'd, they'd be an actual have power. They hate people in the order of who is the most powerful is. They hate Trump the most, right? And then they work their way down. That's how it works. And why do they hate them? Because of the power that they wield and that they want. They, they, it's all that's all it is. It's all about power and narcissism. This all of this is. Amber Button says, just making a contribution once more. Thank you very much, Amber. Just listening while I work late tonight. Good plaid army show last night, too. Thank you very much. Keep it up. Anytime I'm in a bad mood, I can listen to you yell to calm down. What a crazy neutral. It's like a burn, right? You have a burn, and I scream at it, and it neutralizes the burn. It's like putting vinegar on it or something, or maybe that's not what you do. I don't, I don't remember. Right? I slept through most of combat first aid, and I was just like, I assume I'll be the one that gets hurt anyway. I don't, I don't need to know any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. BGB, black guy bigot, says, I'm getting sick and tired of legacy media ignoring my existence. I bet. How racist is that? Where is BGB's anti-hate article? What, are, are, are black people not worthy of your fucking website? Why, what are you, what's wrong with you? The guy, the guy stood in front of Parliament Hill with the Dagalon flag. I mean, stood in front of it, like real close to it. Why is it, where is his anti-hate article? What's wrong? What's going on? Huh? I'm waiting. He's waiting. We're all waiting. You're not racist, are you? I mean, you believe in equality, don't you? He says, they, they think Paul Minder and I are used by white nationalists, but these stupid fucks don't get that their time is running out fast. Yes, it is. And everybody's no. I probably, at this point, I would bet that there's more minorities in, uh, on this team of Dagalon that's against it. I would bet that. Um, it's looking that way to me. Slomanian says, where have you been my whole life? So glad I found this rabbit hole to curl up in while you whisper sweet nothings in my ear like the voice of an angel. <laughs> Voice is something. I don't know about an angel. Uh, angel, angel. Here's an angel. Angel of wrath. Says they'll talk about you, but never to you. That's what I'm saying. The way of the coward journalist. P.S. This money is for Phil for that brimstone shipment. Dude, brimstone? What are you, who are you sending brimstone to? Where do you get, what is brim, where do you get brimstone? Brimstone, is that real? I mean, it's a biblical thing. Like it rain, it's raining brimstone. Well, brim, brimstone isn't rain. It must have come from somewhere. Is it like, you know, is it like starship troopers or like insect aliens firing at us from other planets? Are there even other planets? Like, who even knows anymore? You know. But if, if there, if anybody knows where to get brimstone, it's Phil. That that's a good that's a good call. Chief Dogma says, isn't it illegal for small people to take a a a pee a what? I don't know what that means. A, a pies a picks. It's grown men uh, grown men hands touching a baby stick. What are you talking about? Oh, a piss. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Man on the Mountain says, Palminder is obviously a white supremacist. Very clearly, obviously. Look at him. He obviously is. Why would he defend me unless he wasn't? Taco Full of Bees says, A plover, a small bird that eats scraps from the mouth of a crocodile. Whoa, that's ballsy. Daglon is drinking all the milkshakes. Ice cream manufacturers are expecting supply chain disruptions due to COVID. And that's true. Won't Hold Still says, Patiently waiting for your Rogan segment. It's going to happen. I don't... That would be crazy. I really don't think... I got a couple big ones coming up. Um, one I'm really looking forward to and another one tomorrow I'm also looking forward to. Viva Fry again tomorrow afternoon. I don't know what time. I'll, I'll post it on the board whenever I... Sometime between 12 and 3 o'clock Eastern. Around there. Ballpark. You know? I don't know. Like I said, Florida, there's alligators. He could be eaten by an alligator tomorrow. That could happen. It could. It's not likely, but it could happen. Imagine, imagine that's, that, that's happened to people that live down there. Hey, what happened to Freddy? Alligators. What? Yeah. Or crocodiles. One of them. G- giant, a giant river le- reptile ate him. Grabbed hold of him, pulled him underwater, drowned him, ate him. I don't know. Never saw him again. 
Where do you live? Like dinosaurs come out of the water and eat people where you live. And everyone's like, let's move to Florida. Are we sure? Are we sure we want to go there? I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't ruled it out. I'm not saying I don't want to go down there, but I mean, there's dinosaurs that eat people. I mean, fuck. Yeah, be careful. When you go to the beach, bring a gun. <laughs> a big one. Subcubes, as I can testify, JM, if you have the morale compass you have, we know what you did. We know what you did for me. Always thanks. Hashtag I stand with Jeremy. Thank you very much, Subcube. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you very much. I wouldn't be able to do it without you. Black guy Bigot again says, Rachel, I know you're watching this. Assuming we are all Nazis puts people of color and indigenous persons in danger because you're using white privilege to dehumanize and denigrate black men. I agree. I agree. She's probably going to have to be fired now. Marlboro Man <laughs> says, Evening, sir. The government and journalists... A couple more of these and we'll get going. And journalists have dug such a hole for themselves. They're so fucked. We've already won. We won't be getting on the truck. We'll be fucking driving them. Let's go, Justice Stone. Thank you very much. Cigarette Man, NYC Bit 212. Says, I hear that if someone really, really hates you, they donate. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Maybe they'll imagine they start sending me money just to. Some people have done it. Fuck you. I'm like, thanks for the 10 bucks. All right. Good. I don't care. (laughs) CRJ, do they realize Philip has his hooves on the gas pedal for like a year now? Accelerate. Yeah. They just make stuff up. They make things up. It's an accelerationist. It's a made up. You want to know it's not a made up term? Let's check this out for a second. Here's something that's made up. This is, uh, now this is Elizabeth Moore of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, the communists that are trying to subvert and destroy Canada from within the inside. Uh, someone very close to Tony. Once again, $10,000 reward, $10,000 Canadian, which is like $78 American. It's not, it's not great, but it's something, but it's a lot of money in Canada. Um, for this guy right here at Tony YVCE on Twitter. You can prove and verify the identity of the person that holds that account because we're going to sue the fuck out of him. And there's probably more legal repercussions to come from that because we suspect some things that are being very closely corroborated. I digress. Ms. Moore here says, the scariest part is we aren't very far away from those good people at the rallies. If we don't recognize that we ourselves are at best one step, one crisis, one click, one diagonal maybe. From falling away from our values and ethics, we won't ever stop our plunge into populism. Our plunge into populism. Our plunge into populism. What is populism? Well, you can look it up for yourself, but, uh, you know, conveniently, I just have it here right now. And it says a political approach that strives to appeal to ordinary people who feel that their concerns are being disregarded by established elite groups. So the one of the main board members of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network is openly saying that she is opposed to a political approach that strives to appeal to ordinary people who feel their concerns are being disregarded by established elite groups. So she's pro, you know, rich establishment uh, murderers and anti-regular people. Is that clear enough? Are we good? Do we need to see it again? There she is. At one more M-O-O-R-E Liz. On Twitter, she hates you, as they all do. Sometimes they can't stop themselves from saying what they really think. They hate you, they want you dead, and your children enslaved, and they think it's funny. They hate regular people. They, they hate all of you. They absolutely hate you, and they don't even have the courage to say it. They're, they're pathetic, and they're cowardly. And they ignore things. Like, I mean, because Internet Man bad, right? we got to worry about Internet Man. Uh, meanwhile... The healthcare system in Canada is completely falling apart. 
we have here we have one example for someone uh, Liz Leclaire 36 hours suffered through excruciating pain and vomiting in her home in in Dartmouth wow wonderful with no ambulance coming to help because there are none her ordeal is just one example of how Canada's healthcare system hugely overburdened and struggling among worker shortages I'll have you reminded that the reason there's a worker shortage is because people like Rachel and 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 you know bumbling Busquette and and elsewhere uh Really, really championed the idea that if you didn't, then you were a subhuman and not you. You shouldn't work. You shouldn't have a job. Maybe you shouldn't be able to go to grocery stores. You certainly shouldn't have families over at Thanksgiving. You shouldn't even have a family. You should probably just kill yourself. They did that for the last uh, several years, and now there's. I I don't know why there's a worker shortage. I mean, we did fire ten thousand healthcare workers in the country. I do you suppose potentially that could have contributed to the current problem and now which this poor woman is in pain for hours and hours waiting for an ambulance that doesn't come because stupid dumb whores like Rachel and Tim and the rest of them needed to feel accepted and support the current thing. You kill people with your lies. This woman is suffering in no small part because of people like you. And you don't deserve sympathy. You don't deserve empathy. You don't deserve help. You don't deserve anybody to give a fuck about you. And this is a good situation. This is a great case. You know why? Because Liz LeClaire is still alive to tell the story. How many other people aren't alive to tell the story anymore? How many other people are dead now? Because we're minus 10,000 healthcare workers and they won't rehire them. Go find Kristen Nagel on, on social media from Canadian Frontline Nurses. She'll tell you all about it. We have thousands of nurses, thousands and thousands and thousands wanting to go back to work, ready to go back to work, able to go back to work, and they and the government says no because they're not vaccinated. So in other words, we're going to hang on to our cultish dogma and at the expense of the lives of the Canadian citizens and the journalists the whole time go, oh, oh, <laughs> current thing is happening <laughs> and they kill people and people die because they don't get the medical attention that not only they deserve that we've all collectively paid for but is right there right outside on the front step trying to come in the building and you said no you said no you're like no you're a dirty you're unvaccinated we can't be having people like that running around nine hours before this woman could speak to a nurse Eventually, she was told to see an ER doctor that was 16, a 16-hour wait there. People are dying without being even seen by doctors. People don't even call the doctor anymore because they know how brutal it is. I would say the nurses are exhausted. They're burned out. They're demoralized, uh, they told CTV News. Yeah, geez, geez, I wonder why. Because you fired uh, a ton of the staff, and now they're overworked and overburdened, and we didn't even have enough of them in the first place. But as long as you support the current thing, Right good it's a good thing chad latanzio is going to tell you a little bit more about the journalism situation here a street from a couple days ago that i'm actually surprised that i missed but all the media organizations have actually called on the police to do something about the hate that they're receiving online they even call on the rcmp to do something so people should probably be concerned if the rcmp gets involved but what are these journalists talking about no one's threatening your lives here what i'm seeing online i'm seeing a bunch of memes being uh, made and i'm seeing a bunch of people giving backlash to the rhetoric over that you've been spewing over the last two years because it's been garbage and it's been absolutely disgusting and you deserve to be called out for it. And what I find it very funny is they want to call out people who they disagree with, but you can't even comment on this post unless they mention you in it. So you want to have a one-sided wow. conversation. You want to have a one-sided argument. And anybody who wants to have a different conversation has a different opinion, you're going to demonize them and you're going to try and ruin their lives with the entire power of the mainstream media and the liberal establishment. And people are fed up with it and they're calling out your bullshit. And it's been only about a few weeks you've been at this now calling out these journals and they're already calling the police to do something. They're that pathetic. They're that sad and they're that upset. You should 
should not be in this profession. You are giving your opinions out there for a living. You're reporting on the news. And if somebody has a differing opinion, you should be able to take them to the chin. And you shouldn't cry about it. But that's what these journalists are doing because journalists in Canada are probably the weakest group of people that we have in this country. But I'm glad the backlash is finally happening. These journalists are getting what they deserve. And we're gonna keep, I'm gonna keep reporting on this and keep making these videos every time shit like this happens. Because I think it's very important that we know that we are fighting back against the mainstream media and we're actually winning. We've just seen this. Yep. They just don't get it. They don't have to get it. It's not, we don't have to explain it to them. There's no obligation. They're the enemy. They're the enemy and their actions result in your death and misery and bankruptcy. They did all of that because without them, they're the trigger man. If the mob boss says shoot and the trigger man doesn't shoot, the patient stays alive, doesn't he? They pulled that trigger and they loved it and they asked for more. Says, just take the blood money. I love blood money. It's my favorite. I did it in the army for almost 15 years. <laughs> Cindy Lee says someone died in emergency waiting room at the Moncton Hospital last week. Again, um, these are people that want to tell you about how um, virtuous and better they are than you. And if it's stay home, stay safe. If it saves just one life and blah, 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 blah. It's about power and control. They don't believe any of these things. They don't care. One of the best examples of this was when uh, I was still in Saskatoon, actually. And uh, a guy came into the grocery store, fully masked, gloves, the whole thing, the whole game. And he had a couple of masks on. Probably an NDP voter in, Sask in Saskatoon. <laughs> Where's Ryan Miley these days? All right, all right, all right. Fuck you, Miley. His wife was with him. Masks, gloves, the whole thing. They had two children in the shopping cart in front of them, free as birds. <laughs> no gloves, no masks, no anything. So they're totally fine with uh, exposing their children to this super deadly virus, to the, to the fact that they have to put on a fucking costume every day to go and just get, get groceries, but not protect their own children. So that was a pretty good indication. They're not actually afraid of anything. Because, um, as I said, real fear when you're going into a, you know, where people are going to be shooting at you. I definitely wore my, my, uh, my, my plates. I definitely wore those and my helmet and so on because I believed it because it was real. I wouldn't be like, ah, you guys can not wear them. It doesn't matter. I'm going to wear all this shit just for no reason. You guys don't wear anything. It's fine. Where, where's flip flops and shorts? It doesn't matter. They don't care. They're just doing what it says. And now there's people dying waiting in emergency rooms in Canada. Now. Not in World War I. I mean now. People are dying in emergency rooms. And why? Because, again, the media, the media did it. The media killed all those people. And here's why. I've explained this many times, and I'm going to keep doing it and do it again. A lot of new people are in here. Maybe you haven't thought of it this way. And if you haven't, or if you have, tell people because it's the truth. Picture a picture a mafia. You've got a you've got a, a mob captain. You got Whitey Bulger. Whitey fucking Bulger. Or no, you got Harvey. That's a Harvey Weinstein. Well, you got Harvey Weinstein. Mmm, that's a nice dress you got on, sweetheart. You wanna be in the movies? Hey, baby, you wanna be a movie star? Come to me with my friend Jeffrey's house. Uh, we're gonna go to Epstein Island. 
So you have some grotesque, evil, horrible person, uh, and they ask you to do something terrible on in their on, on their behalf, right? Go tell the people this, or, or go shoot that guy, or do whatever. Who's more guilty? The person that came up with the idea and ordered this person to do these things or suggested that they do them, or the person that actually did it? The person that did it is the cause. They are the problem. They are the, the entire, they, they bear 100% almost of the responsibility. Because without them, it doesn't happen. Without the trigger man, there's no gun. There's just somebody at home in a, in a place far away hoping somebody would do it for them. That's all they have. Without the media to lie and convince people of a complete fairy tale and bury evidence and make them believe that these people are benevolent and looking out for you and they're not making all kinds of money on your back and not asking... Without them participating in this system, without their full cooperation, none of this could possibly have happened. So we would still be where we were years ago and uh, none of this shit would have happened except all of it did because they willingly took the money, literally, well, how much was it? We're near a billion now. This is May 23rd of 2019, and at that time, $600 million. They took the money to do what they were told. They chose themselves over all of you, over their sacred duty, and I believe that's what this is. That is a, a very valuable position in society for someone to make it their profession because we require this service. Like we require the police. We require fire departments. We require health care. There are things that we need for our society to function, for us to live in the world, the Western world, Western civilization that we inherited, that our ancestors fought and died in the hundreds of millions to build and preserve, and they're all just going to throw it the fuck away because they're too lazy to do their job. They're the weak link. How did you break the chain? How did you break and destroy Western civilization? How did it happen? We identified the weak link. It was the media. We dangled some some carrots in front of them, and they took it because they're lazy. They chose themselves. People need to know what's going on. You need to know what's going on around you so you can make effective, good decisions. Like in a war, if your intelligence community... Is telling, oh no, it's all clear. You got nothing to worry about going in there. It's fine. And then you bring your guys in and everybody gets ambushed and fucking killed. You're going to go, what the, f- what the fuck was that? And you go, oh shit, my bad. Never mind. Okay, go over this place. Same thing happens. And they just keep getting it wrong. You know what happens? Those people get fired. They would have been fired after the first huge mistake because we don't allow huge mistakes. Professionals and actual experts. You want to talk to me about fucking experts? Experts like that don't make mistakes. They don't make mistakes like mistaking a fucking meme country for a terrorist operation that's going to overthrow two Two of the most powerful governments in the country. Not just Canada, but America. We've got designs on Washington as well. Professionals and experts and qualified, respectable people, professionals, don't make mistakes of that magnitude. So what the fuck does that say about you and these people in the intelligence community? For fucking goddamn sake. And a lot of them know... A lot of them know, and I, I, sh- I shouldn't. I don't even mean the, the, the regular operatives and this kind of thing. The, the bosses, the people, they know what they're doing, but they don't care. They're totally self-interested. They're not thinking about you or the country or anybody else. They don't give a shit. They don't care at all. They identified the weak link, and it was the media. Without them, none of this was possible. None of this would have happened. Do you think anybody would have bought any of this shit? 
If it was just coming from the prime minister, if it was just coming, oh, Theresa Tame said, oh, Theresa Tame said, you got to get the boot down. And then the, all of the media goes, why though? Okay, but why? Because. Uh, nah, you know, you, you didn't do anything. They bought you. They bought you like the prostitutes that you are. That's what you are. You're a prostitute. You're a prostitute. You're not a respectable, you're a sellout, you're a traitor. You are the poison and the rot at the center, the beating heart of our society and the reason why we have these problems. And that's why you lie about me, you lie about everything that's a threat to you, you lie about everything that is anything resembling the truth because you live and deal in a world of lies. You're a liar, you live in it, you breathe it, you make money on it, and you kill people with it. You're disgusting. You're, 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 you're repulsive. Really, honestly, repulsive. That's hate. You're supposed to hate that. You should hate enemy traitors and repulsive people that sell you out for their own gain, regardless of people are dying in hospitals, people are dying of adverse reactions, people are getting their jobs taken away, they go broke, they don't know what to do, they kill themselves, death, 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 death everywhere. Now we're going to abort babies at 12 months, 13 months, fuck it, let's kill three four-year-olds, there's some more death for you. Hey, how about this for death? Sorry, Sean, can't talk right now. How's this? He picked up the phone and called Veterans Affairs Canada to get treatment for his combat-related PTSD and a traumatic brain injury. He expected help getting better and getting his life back. Instead, he got an unexpected and unwanted offer to help him end it through medically-assisted death. Multiple sources have told Global At News the veteran this. was shocked. The agent on the other end of the phone raised MAID as an alternative to treatment out of the blue. In a statement to Global News, VAC confirmed the allegation, saying the department was recently made aware of an incident involving a veteran client and a Veterans Affairs Canada employee, where medical assistance in dying was discussed inappropriately. VAC deeply regrets what transpired. The incident has left the veterans community feeling betrayed by the department. I would have to listen to voices in my own head would tell me things like, turn your motorcycle in front of that 18-wheeler. What are you doing here? You're, you're, you're no good anymore. Toby Miller is a former special operations supporter seriously injured in Afghanistan. He says the demoralizing effect of being offered death instead of treatment puts lives at risk with veterans who already feel they have lost their sense of purpose. Reinforcing that with an offer of made can really be a, a recipe for disaster for somebody who may already be suffering ideation or suicidal thoughts. Wounded Warriors Canada, a charity that helps injured vets, says they are deeply concerned by the incident. It's just flat out wrong. Maxwell says veterans will often only come forward once, and an offer like this could deter them. You get one chance at it. Every conversation matters. The department says it is investigating and has apologized, noting medically assisted death should not be discussed by VAC employees or offered as a service. However, VAC wouldn't say how many vets may have received similar offers. Oh. In a statement, Veterans Affairs Minister Lawrence McCauley they wouldn't condemned say. the interaction, saying this should never have happened and that it was completely unacceptable. The minister promised to take action so this never happens to another veteran. Both he and the department say that administrative action is being taken against the person who made the offer, but wouldn't say what that meant. Farah? Thanks, Mercedes. Wow. That's that's the attitude. That's where that's where Canada is 
where that's just something that that, that was even thought in someone's head, let alone spoken out loud. And they won't say how many other times this may have happened. Did anybody take them up on that offer? Is Veterans Affairs killing people now? Oh, look, more death. Oh, and, and for good measure, let's do everything we possibly can to get us into war with the Russian Federation so we can have some more death. Oh, and, and hey, let's, um, let's really target the children. Let's make them believe that uh, maybe you're a boy, maybe you're a girl. Let's just really capitalize on all that kind of stuff and subject you to a lifestyle of this uh, transgender lifestyle of which has a north of 50% attempted suicide rate. Oh, look, more death. Everything, everything about them that they push, that they believe, that they live in is orbiting, if not completely landed on the ground of planet death. Death adjacent. You want to use some of their terms. All of it. We gotta take everybody's guns away. Why? You know who says that? Uh, Crazy dictators. Is that going to save anyone? Is that going to protect anyone? No. It's actually going to cause, you guessed it, more death. Let's have unchecked, out-of-control mass migration over the U.S.-Mexico border. How is that? What's that? What's going to happen there? Lots of death. That's what's going to happen. It's a death cult. It really is. It's a miracle they didn't kill anybody in Ottawa, although that uh, remains to be seen, doesn't it? They accuse us of, of wanting to use violence to solve everything when they, in fact, themselves use violence to solve everything. Justice for George Floyd! So you burn down 12 American cities and you kill 27 people, uh, several police officers. Right? Nice rioting. And who supported that? The death cult of the left did. That's who supported it. What's the next death cult, uh, you know, option going to be? These guys are real big fans of the communist ideology. They currently hold the world record for, what are we at, 80, 90 million dead, 100 million dead. We can just openly have that in the country. We can just have, we can just go full-blown social credit score. Let's do that. Let's do like what the communist Chinese government is doing. Do you have any idea what it's like over there? I recently got to talk to some people that know some people over there. Do you know have any idea what it's like? They're not allowed outside. The Chinese people are not allowed to go outside unless the government says. And that's just inside the compound. See, every apartment building, towns, everyone just lives in apartments and closets. Very, very, very few people own homes in China, I've been told. And inside these complexes, they are walled in also. And guess what's there? There's a gate there that's locked as well. So and to go outside the gate, you need government permission to do that as well. And you have to pass six, seven, ten COVID tests or something. And you're monitored every step of the way. Every day, everything you do, everything you, everything you say. They literally can't talk bad about anything in China or the government. And they asked them, like, but don't, isn't that horrible? Like, no, it's fine. It keeps us safe. It's a good thing. And they're like, I can't believe how brainwashed they are. I said, they're not brainwashed. They're not that brainwashed. They're terrified. They, they literally cannot say anything about the government because 
they're all being monitored and the algorithms and the AI pick it up. And if you talk some shit, especially to Westerners, they will come to your house and no one will ever see you again. They will never see you again. That is the basic dictatorship of which the prime minister of this country very, very much admires. A murderous, hey, what's the word, everybody? Hey, is it drum roll? I mean, you know, death cult. Hey, the death cult's back. Yeah, Maoist China, Red China, they killed about 60 million people. You know, maybe not the ultimate high score. It's up there. It's top three. It's top two or three. 60 million, something like that. We don't really know. Don't really know. But uh, according to this, Canada's digital ID plans are uncomfortably close to Chinese social credit. Uh, any I- digital ID at all is uncomfortably close because it's 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 not solving a problem. Here's how you know. When the government comes out with, hey, we need digital ID, what's everyone's reaction? It's either, huh, or what the fuck, no. There, there, there is no... There was never any of us, any of us walking around and in the world, in the country, minding our own business was like, man, if only I just had a digital ID, this would be so much easier. No one is thinking that anywhere. This is not an invention. This is not an upgrade to your life. It's not going to make things easier and better for you. It's going to make things easier and better for them so they can track and trace and follow everything that you do, your purchases, where you go, who you're talking to, where you get your gas, where you get your sandwiches, when you go to sleep, when you get up, what time you go to work, who you're fucking, all of it. They're going to know absolutely every single thing about you because of this. And these are the people, you want to give them that power. You want to get. You want to give this guy that kind of power? That's what they want to do? Because they're good guys. In the report titled Canada's Road to Beijing, the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms outlines how China's mass surveillance system operates and in what ways a national digital ID is a step towards authoritarianism. What Canadians need today is not more unmitigated government access to private information, but instead a renewed commitment to charter rights and freedoms. We are on the road to Beijing and Canadians should be apprehensive, said uh, JCCF President John Carpe in a news release on the report. Things are moving fast and Canadians should be very concerned that a free and democratic society is quickly headed towards a society where citizens can be canceled by the government with the flick of a switch. That is the oldest trick in the book that has been with their dream. For decades, I've played it many times. I didn't have it queued up because I didn't uh, see that before. Uh, Nick uh, Rockefeller's buddy there. What was his name? Heavy set fella, big fat guy, you know, died, liver cancer. Well, it'll come to me. It'll come. Somebody, somebody will, somebody's going to spam the chat with it. They know exactly who I mean. Told this to Alex Jones in like 2006, 2007. In the future, they want to have a digital idea, like some kind of way to digitally control you. And if the government doesn't like what you're doing, they can just turn it off. They just, no money, you don't have money anymore. You don't exist anymore. We can just, boo, turn it off. And they're already doing it. They're they're debanking people. I know people. I, 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 somehow I have it. I'm sure I'll be soon. I think because I, the only thing that saved me is because I'm being investigated by uh, the RCMP and by CSIS and other organizations, potentially foreign ones, um, to try and see where my money is going, who's paying me and where it's going, you know, trying to find the Putin money and all that kind of crazy shit. I know people that have had their bank accounts uh, terminated just for helping me. I don't, I don't mean like pay a fine. I mean, imagine going to the bank and being like, you don't have a bank account here anymore. We took all your shit. Fuck you. Goodbye. And now they're going to make that easier to do digitally. Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we do that? But they're, but they're good guys, right? They're the good guys. 
Sergeant Rocks is. Uh, I heard Rachel's Plan B is working on her fan, her fans OnlyFans account. Maybe she will team up with Hamlegs. Just so I'm clear on this, anyone that disagrees with the government is a right wing extremist. Yep, until the government becomes right wing, which it will. Aaron Russo, Kavinsky, thank you very much. That's who I meant. Aaron Russo. If you haven't seen it, uh, Aaron Russo made some decent films back in the day. Um, uh, the Road, uh, America, Freedom to Slavery. Is that what it is? Or Freedom to Fascism. That's what it is. Aaron Russo's Freedom to Fascism, I think. Uh, he did an interview with Alex Jones where he laid that all. It's, it, there's some of it still available on YouTube. If it's not, go on BitChute. BitChute is basically the graveyard of YouTube where if you remember an old YouTube video from the old conspiracy theory days before everything was canceled and, and turned away, uh, look for it on, on BitChute. It's probably there. It's probably there. Pipe Hitter, how are you, sir? He says, Leroy Jenkins. We are winning, brother. Knees remain unbent. Glad to see you marching with James. Marching him onto the tomb of the Unknown Soldier was one of the most powerful experiences I've had. You looked beautiful, sir. Death to Stalin, you did. You look great. I can see you. You were doing the close... Pre- <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't single you out. He was standing watch over our man, James, and he did a great job. Good for you. I'm, I'm fucked. You guys fucking kick ass. We are kicking their ass. It's amazing to see. And there's more and more every day. So I should mention, that video, that, that's horrible, right? Telling guys to go kill themselves. Do you, who takes care of veterans the most? You want to ask? You, you know who does the most to take care of veterans? Do you think it's Veterans Affairs? Do you think it's, uh, you know, who, who do you think? Who do you think? What institution, what organization takes care of veterans the most? Do you know who it is? It's other veterans. It's their friends. It's their guys. Uh, that's who. That's who keeps us alive. There is no government institution. There's nobody at Veterans Affairs. There's no fucking therapist. There's nobody. I don't have any of those things. Uh, you know, if I need anybody, I'll call them. And the same goes for them. And they know they can give me a call anytime. That's how it works. Except right now because I'm working and somebody did just call me and hopefully it's okay. <laughs> I think so. I think he just wants to talk about the the, the shenanigans. And they're telling them to kill themselves. And they won't say how many times. They won't say however. Go to veteransforfreedom.ca. If you're, if you're, even if you're in, and this is a new development, all right? If you're, if you're in, but you're on the way out, you can, you can apply to, you know, try and get it. This is what I was told. You know, the guys told me, if they, you know, you're on the way out, you're getting five after, you're getting released, whatever the hell. You can go to veterans for the number four freedom.ca there and, uh, and sign up that. Because uh, we're the fa- it's the fastest growing veterans organization in the country. It's thousands of members now. I don't want to say the exact number because, you know, we're kind of being cute. We're kind of being flirty about it, and, you know. And uh, a lot of great things are, are being fleshed out. It's, it's coming together real good, real nice. And, um, you know, that, that kills me to see that they're being, the guys are, people are being treated like this. I, I wish I could have the, the time and the attention. I, I, I wish I had the ability to just reach them for just a moment, just a minute, to let them know that there is so there are so many of us still that have survived and are not just hiding out in the woods. There's not no one out there for you. There's in fact quite a few. There's thousands of us, and uh, we need you and we want you here. We want you here. Go go sign up the thing and, and get off the couch. Get off of you know, you know you know what warriors and fighters need. They need a fight. They need a war to fight. When they when they don't have one, when they don't have a mission to complete, when they don't have something to do, they die. That's just who we are. Um, there's a great uh, scene in a movie here. Where can I find this? I don't know what the clip would be called. Is this it? 
We, we got to change sometime. Yes. I don't want to change, man. I like who I am. I like who you are, too, but look at that, you know? You don't want to believe this, but that, that ain't us up there no more, pal. We can't do that the way we did it before. We're, we're, we're changing. We're, we're, like, turning into regular people. Nah, Stallion. Maybe you think you're changing. But you can't change what you really are. And you can forget all this money and stuff you got all around you, man, because it don't change a thing. You and me, we don't even have a choice. See, we're born with a killer instinct that you can't just turn off and on like some, some radio. Yep. We have to be right in the middle of the action because we're the warriors. And without some, some challenge, without some damn war to fight, then the warrior may as well be dead, Stallion. So I'm asking you, as a friend, stand by my side this one last time. Get off the couch, boys. We need you. You're a great talker, pal. Listen to Apollo. Right, but when this is over, we ride one more time. <laughs> you know me, Stallion. Always think of something else. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of, boy. You got a deal there. It's all right, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Veteransforfreedom.ca. These, these are the guys, man. This is the crew. I'm telling you. Rock fucking solid. Special Forces operators. Medals of Bravery. Fucking OG rock solid killers. Everybody fucking, uh... And, and doesn't real mean right dress, by the way. I mean, you could shoot a laser down those ranks. Love you, boys. Nobody gets on the truck. There is no truck! More super chats, 270 pissing people off and ruining lives and being in the wet dreams of their wives. <laughs> I just rhymed that by accident. I'll have to go back and hear what I just said. Ruining their lives and being in the wet dreams of their lives, wives, you know. This is a thought I have sometime, you know. They're sitting there stewing, seething, the few that do have wives, you know. Like, you have no idea, motherfucker. Before this is over, your wife and family will be eating out of the hands and sitting on Morgan's lap. Enjoy what you got while you got it. NYC Ben says, Jelaine and Epstein are like the most abundant tree of low-hanging fruit. They refuse to pick. Yeah, wonder how that works, huh? Crazy. Bizarre. Pilot Mike, thank you very much, sir. Since none of us will know what it's been like to be fucking dragged to the dirt like you. Thank you so much. We appreciate your continued sacrifice. Listen, dude. JTF2 and uh, the Canadian Special Operations Regiment dragged me through way worse dirt than this. And so did the Taliban. This is nothing. 
salute. Thank you, sir. Poop up ladder. I bet Viva Fry is watching right now. Insert Jew joke here. <laughs> he could be. He could be. And I appreciate his uh, coming to my defense and support. I pre- That wasn't easy to do. And um, I do appreciate that amongst people, you know, um, because not everybody's willing to do that. I've been doing this for a long time, and not everybody is willing to... Um, put themselves out there and expose him to enemy fire like that. And he did. So, you know, uh, hats off to him and I respect him for that. And, you know, he's like, I, d- I want to know. He asked me about these, you know, these articles. Well, they said you said this and that. And he's like, do you have these streams? I said, here you go. You go watch them if you want, man. I, I'll answer any questions you got. I'm not hiding anything. I never have been, you know. The truth works for me. It doesn't work for them, you know. But uh, thank you. Thanks for the help. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully see you tomorrow. Taco full taco full of bees says there seems to be an uptick in They find things that quiche. Who eats quiche? It's a gross sounding word. It looks gross. Everything about it is just like what is this smashed up insect guts? I don't want to I don't want to know what this is. This is like the the fat that they liposuction out of patients and then throw away in the dumpster. You know like in Fight Club and they try to steal it to make soap. The stuff that's spilled on the ground, like, ah, gross. Someone came by and ate some of that, and they're like, oh, it tastes great. What do I call it? Quiche. That's what it is. It looks gross. And it's filled with eggs, and I have an egg problem. I, I just, we're going to, we're moving on, Taco. Full of bees. Can be, can't, can be, can be dread. Tell me something nice. Does the media weep? We taste the tears. God bless you, Rage. Together we meet. <laughs> Together we meme. Thank you very much. Angry Soldier 100 says, take some shekels, put them towards the fund of which there were many ten thousand dollars on just a one old we twitter account hey hey it's not many it's not much and i won't rat you out even if you're on the other team never will do it and i'll e-transfer you at all it'll take me a week or so to do it because i can only do so much money a day but i will pay you scouts honor on my word on my children on my life i am a man of my word if you don't get that you got nothing else and it's important it's important to keep your word chief dogma says which which is and that's a great thing to teach young boys by the way it's very important to keep your word because once you lose that, you're fucked. And that will also prevent you from giving your word to someone if you're not sure you can keep it. You don't just tell people, you don't just willy-nilly say you're about this or say you're going to do that and then not do it. That was why I, I did, you know, what I did with uh, Omar Cotter back in the day because I had just been, you know, it was like the universe challenged me to challenge me to fucking put my money where my mouth is. I was sitting here talking all kinds of trash about that guy and about their deal and about all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was in Edmonton. No, out of the blue, randomly, he's like, I'm going to go do a speaking engagement at a, at a university to talk about how much of a victim I am and, a chi- and everyone's going to come worship me. And where is that going to be? It's going to be 10 minutes from my house. So, you know, is it a coincidence? Is it whatever? I took it personally. That's how I live my life. I, I felt like the universe was giving me a little jab to the nose there. So I was like, okay, all right, fine. I said all this shit about it. If I don't go, if I don't follow through in the things that I say that I believe, then I don't really believe them. Then I'm just a guy that does this. Do I want to be a guy that does this? Absolutely not. I don't want to be that guy. So as as fucked up as it was, and I've got, again, the same Antifa clowns that refuse to come out of their mom's basements and their welfare, uh, you know, when they're defrauding Welfare uh, Service Canada, um, said they're going to show up and jump me. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was literally by myself. I kissed my kids goodbye, got in the cab, went downtown, and that was that. And they said they were going to be there to ambush me, and, you know, they weren't. But I didn't know that when I showed up. So are you about your shit or aren't you? 
you know? I'm telling when, when you, if you feel, if you feel like whatever that is for you, it's going to feel, per, you're, you're going to feel something where it's like, hmm, I, this, whatever it is you're thinking about or paying attention, there's something a little bit special on that. There's a little extra spice on that. There's, it's an extra significance uh, on that for you in your life for some reason. You should pay attention to that. That's your instinct. Your instinct is talking to you from inside here. You can't find it on the internet. It's not on TV. It's not anywhere. This is a voice inside you that you need to understand what it sounds like when it talks and, and what it's saying to you. And that's not something you can just watch a YouTube video on. It comes from suffering. It comes from working hard. It comes from failing over and over and over again. It comes from um, repeatedly just making mistakes and, you know, trying to go and, and figure shit out and, and live your life. It doesn't, you, you don't get this from being a sheltered, you know, crybaby that lives on the internet. You have to go and do something. And, that, and that's what we're fighting against. We're going to def- completely defeat these people. We're not even trying. We're barely trying, right? I'm, we're working our asses off. The people in this community are the, are the fucking best in the world. And you can judge me by my enemies, but alternatively, you can, you can judge me by the people that uh, follow and support me. They're some of the best people in the world. They're from all over the world. You saw Palminder earlier. I know other people, um, one of the guys, I can't wait to show this video if I'm allowed to yet. I don't know if I'm not. There's a, there's a Dagalon flag in Iraq, the country, Iraq. Okay. We have people all over the world now. This is a, they're great. Just like Paul Minder and the rest. Like, I don't really care, man. It's only mattered. Like, are you, are we on the fucking team or not? Because we're not fighting flags. We're not fighting for territory. We're not fighting for farmland. This isn't the 1300s, man. This is 2022. This is the big time. This is humanity fighting an existential war against evil itself. That's what's happening right now. And if you can't set this other stupid shit aside, at least for later, and we'll deal with it some other time, a hundred years down the road, whatever it is, if you can't set that aside and, and, and accept a man that's willing to stand there next to you in a fucking, in a, in a, in a gunfight, metaphorically, Hopefully stays that way because he's there to fucking play the game because he believes the same things as you. You're an idiot. Why would you throw these people away? This guy's ready to fight here and die with you. And you're like, nah, identity politics. I don't want to. They're doing that. We're not. We will accept anyone. Are you fucking based? Come on in. Come on in. We got a spot for you right up front. There, go park yourself next to Derek. Yeah, he likes, he likes, he likes it. He likes to have friends. Go sit next to him. <laughs> right and they hate it and they hate that about us they hate that about the whole the whole thing i mean they've had i mean there's yeah there's one of one of the a guy, a guy that just listened to the podcast and that's his crime his crime is he's been in a photo with me once he was a fan of the the podcast he sent me some money a couple of times he got a, he happened to be at the protest in alberta got arrested so now he's facing all kinds of insane charges because of me essentially if he didn't know about me, that wouldn't happen to him. I take that personally. That doesn't make me want to quit. That makes me want to continue more than ever. He wouldn't want me to quit. I've talked to him a few times. He's hanging in there. And you guys have done so much to support him and support those guys. Um, he's like, I need $30,000 for lawyers or I'm fucked. Like that. They, the, the, everybody came up with it like that. Banded together. What do we do? We'll have an auction. We'll get a bunch of shit together. We'll sell it to the community. People will sign. Blah, 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 blah. Here you go. 30,000 fucking dollars. Is Antifa doing that? No, it's not. 
They don't have $30,000. They don't have $1. They don't have a job. We have, we have millionaires on our team. We have celebrities on our team. That's not a bluff. That's not a brag. I'm just stating facts. This is the good guy team. This is the team of successful people, of hard workers, of self-sacrificers, of people that, uh, you know, get shit done. That's who's over here. Who's over there? Welfare. People practicing witchcraft in their basement and, uh, you know, making gay porn memes. (laughs) Saying bash the fash online and sharing articles. Probably also on drugs. And your plan is, you know, you're, you're going to win. Why? You're going to get your fucking ass punched in. I shouldn't even have said that. They probably like that. Somebody's fantasy was just fulfilled there mentally. I got to be careful more what I say here. They clearly have a gay thing for me. I mean, who makes gay porn about someone? Are you okay, man? Like, what is wrong with your brain? Chief Dogma says the parasitic class have shown their true colors through the convoy and by the disrespect towards one officer top, it's so vile and disgusting that they will never admit to it. Shit will eventually hit the fan with these commies. And I got to say, that guy kicks ass. Top is a, is a beauty. He's a legend. He's just... Um, what, a, what a gargantuan feat he's undertaken. What I'm interested in is what is he going to do when he's done? And I'm going to be back with him again uh, shortly in a few days this weekend. I have time to bring this up now. Friday, I probably won't be here because I will be uh, with Mr. Top and uh, Ward Officer Top. He's still technically in the military. And a bunch of other guys. If you want to support a veterans organization, Real Canadian Recreation, uh, go look them up. Uh, Tyson is the guy's name. I served with him. He, we were overseas together. We basically grew up together in the military, got in at the same time, did most of the same shit together. Great guy. Um, that is a totally 100% legit, you're definitely not throwing your money away, uh, veterans organization, and he's hosting uh, Top and all these guys, and it's going to be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. So Friday, I won't be here. I think I will try and stream a Saturday night special a sexy saturday instead of friday i missed a couple of days this week because again i was too busy uh torturing communists and, and just sending uh seismic uh, earthquakes through the, the realm of canadian politics by taking pictures and standing in places i'm not supposed to and so on because i'm because i'm that i'm that much of a reckless force i say things and take pictures and stand places that's how little effort it takes it takes basically nothing <laughs> And you turn, you just turn on the effort level machine like a guitar amp. You guys, you guys, you guys play guitar. You just turn it on where it goes, you know, to, to zero. And they immediately go, oh my God, stop. That's where we're at. The machines have just turned on and they're already ready to pack it in. <laughs> like I'm on zero. I'm on zero. It's going to be like Mars attacks. Their heads are just going to explode. And they play that weird music, and it's just actually me talking. It's clips from this stream, and their heads just fucking explode inside their helmets. And they're dead. That's that's what we can hope for. And I know you guys are doing it out there. They're like, I play it as, as loud as I can for my commie neighbors. I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do. I enjoy it. I love it. There's so many of these chats. I want to try and rock it through some of these and, and get to some other stuff. Where we got lots of time, but though, we're, we're, we're getting there. Couple another another six hours if you're new. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got about forty five minutes to go. Satoshi Ape and the real Donald D says death by crook or slow painful death from listening to insufferable MSM. The likes 
of Rachel and Gilmore. You know, um, the only reason anybody knows who she is or cares is because of me. Let's not lose sight of that fact. I want her to not lose sight of that uh, most of all. The only reason anybody even knows who the fuck you are is literally because of me. Because outside of that, you would just be another nameless, faceless, here today, gone tomorrow, MSM, NPC, hack, uh, replaceable, scarecrow, if you will, journalist. Journalist. You know, some people are deserving of the title. Uh, you're not one of them. Sorry, babe. Slumadian says it's all very simple. What can starving, what can starving people can't do? I, I, I go on Jeopardy. I, I don't know. Angel of Wrath says I think everybody's real mad about Rachel, but again, she brought it on herself. These are probably people you told them not to invite over for Thanksgiving dinner. Do they deserve rights? Should they allow to be buy, you know, buy food? Um, they think they can just hide behind their, their bylines and no one's really going to notice. Well, I notice, and I point that out, and I point that out to the community and point that out to people. These are written by real people that exist that have names and addresses and so on in the world, and uh, they need to be held accountable for the absolute uh, vitriolic nonsense that they, that, they, that they spread, the poison that they inject into the world, the division and the hatred that they promulgate and foment. Is They need to be held accountable for that. Otherwise, why would anyone stop? Angel of Wrath says, I think Rachel's just jealous because she can't be with you because Morgan is already with you. That's why she's obsessed with you, much like a crazy high school girl. There's a, there's a, some of that going around. There's a, there's a couple. There's a few that are pretty pretty upset, and uh, you know, we, me and Morgan and I have a good laugh about it. <laughs> Maybe we'll send them a sex tape and just totally drive them crazy. Hey, babe, you want to send them a sex tape? She said maybe. <laughs> DS says, anything you want to know about the deficiencies of the Nova Scotia Ambulance Service, let me know. Well, people are dying in their homes, it sounds like, in emergency rooms and can't get emergencies anywhere. Mr. Chow uh, says, Elizabeth Moore is walking around out here looking like Will Byers from Stranger Things. Well played, sir. Good one. Uh, her and Dina Hinshaw must uh, must both see the same hairdresser because they're both getting done dirty for our enjoyment. <laughs> Jeez. I haven't seen the haircuts, but I believe you'll take your word for it. Chet Chisholm. It's, uh, nice to see you. New faces, new names. Welcome to the sanitarium, sir. Or oh, madam, EHS is on the brink of collapse. Cruz and Andy Ganesh get 911 calls for Halifax, and they get to the airport before it gets reassigned to a truck that's closer. It's a complete disaster right now. Well, thank goodness we fired all the healthcare workers. Who needs them? They didn't support the current thing, and that's more important than keeping Nova Scotians alive, even though they said that's what it was about, uh, but it really isn't. Because like I said, it's about power. It's not about anything else. It's about them, them, and them. Uh, me, myself, and I. That's who we're dealing with. And those are people that are not supposed to be uh, where they are. And we're justified. That's why you feel the outrage. You feel the, the righteous anger. Have you ever heard that term and that phrase? Righteous anger. That's what it is. There's anger. Just like love. There's not all kinds of good love. Sometimes you love the wrong person, doesn't it? Don't you? And you fuck your life up. You know? Sometimes things can be bad for you. But it's another human emotion. And sometimes there is a, there, you know, there's true love and there's true anger. There's true hate. You are supposed to hate evil things. People like pedophiles, you are supposed to hate them. Uh, serial killers, murderers that terrorize communities, you're supposed to hate them. Uh, you know, genocidal maniacs, you're supposed to hate them. You're supposed to hate people. Human traffickers, you know, you're supposed to hate this kind of behavior because it's evil and it's bad and it's a, it's a poison and a toxin and a threat to civilization itself. It's, if it's allowed to exist and become successful and promulgated and, and attract more people, then human suffering increases along with it. You feel the instinct of hatred towards certain things because that's your soul and your genetic memory 
passed down to you from generations of, like, this is a real thing. I believe this. And I've read things to suggest that this is true. We have these instincts because they're refined over many, many, many years. And, and things that I learned in my lifetime up until the time that my children were born, some of that gets downloaded into the core, you know, DNA structure of, of what they're going to be. And from my father and from his father and from many, you know, thousands of years of people staying alive and getting shit done and living long enough to have their own kids. Um, there, there's, that's where your instinct is, is coming from. It's generational memory. And we recognize, and that's where your instinct is. It's like, I, I can't really put it into words. I don't have a, I haven't figured it out yet, but it feels like I'm re- I really feel very strongly that that's a fucking liar right there. That's a problem. We got to do something about that, you know? And it's not just you. And you look around and many other men are going, I feel the same. Yeah, there is a problem. There is something going on here. That's not an accident. That's not a coincidence. It's not brainwashing. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's the most real shit that there is. That's your soul speaking to you. You should listen to that. That's very important. They would have you not listen to any of that. Man on the Mountain says, just got off the phone with Don Cherry. He said, no problem. You can borrow one of his blazers for the Inquisition inquiry. Uh, lynching, whatever the fuck you call it. He suggested one of his diagonal plaid dinner jackets. That would be great. I would love to talk to Don Cherry someday. Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee Swagger says, full milkshakes. Thank you. Oh, man, we are, you guys are crazy today. I, I very much appreciate the help, guys. Uh, Chief Dogma, I'm out for the night, heading out for a spin on the Harley. Awesome. I just paid mine off, finally. I, they're so fun. Hail Philip and death to Stalin. Al Stern, thank you very much, brother. I wish I could give you a dollar for every sub that you got this week, but I'm not that rich. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Thank you very much, uh, media and, and, and uh, sick of fans and everybody else. You've, you've done nothing but help me. It's been very, very nice. Uh, Synthemask says, Rachel's crabs have AIDS. Okay, very good. Just getting scorched, you know? Hey, she started it. Wasn't me. N.W.O. Pickley, guy came into the gas station, was wearing a mask and gloves, probably about 40, a customer about 60, who was also there, but was standing back. The 60-year-old said, that guy has some real problems. They're all insane. Reverend Chad, St. Lawrence River escaping for a few weeks. Even was funny today as I fished. Kids and extended fam having a blast. Big fish. Smell of river and outdoors reminds me of my old girlfriend. Oh, fucking... Why, 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 why'd you got to go there? I don't want to know about any of this, any of this stuff. Ham likes is gross. Being says more firemen, more horses. Reason, too much compliance. Harris, such a fun week in Dagalon. Thank you. Yeah, it, it has been pretty crazy. Senor Bean, whores at least provide a service for which there is a market. Would anyone actually pay for CBC? No, they wouldn't. Angry Soldier 100 says, I got my brain injury in 2015 in Gagetown. I took a laugh three to the head. In 19, I got a call from VA asking if I was still alive. They assumed I killed myself. Guess what, fuckers? I'm too darn stubborn to die. I got shit to do. That's right. Kamiski, uh, there's the link to the Aaron Russo interview. Uh, Gun Goddess uh, says, Vince, don't you dare give up. We need you. Canada needs you. I need you. We all do. And um, to you as well, thank you very much for what everything that you've done and putting yourself out there. And you, she's been on the receiving end of some, some bullshit and some attacks and some slander from these people. I um, uh, just want you to know that you're not alone. It's not all on you. And, uh, you know, they... they it's 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 disgusting. It's scum. It's scummy what they do to come after people like, just because of you know who you're associated with. It's just to have another reason to run the bullshit through the media, and it's uh, it's really gross. And if they really knew who you were in person and knew what you were like, they you know it'd be disgusting to say that kind of stuff about you. And, I, and I'm I'm sorry they did that to you, but use it as use it as ammunition and use it as fuel and use it as confirmation that you matter, that you exist, that they noticed you, that you did something 
that uh, they had to, they felt the need to take you down a peg is what that was. So don't let it don't let it get to you in a negative way. It's very much the opposite. Slomadian says, my wife and neighbors hate you, but thanks to me, it's fucking loud. Hi, wife and neighbors! You'll soon be divorced. Maybe you'll get a better one. <laughs> Gone goddess vets, don't leave me in the wind. I'm out on the front line fighting in the news, etc. Yes, like I just said, she is. I desperately need you. I am only a silly civvy. She, she loves the vets. Uh, we love her. Chelsea says, it wasn't a wet dream, but I did get high with rants in a dream. Never met him and don't smoke weed. Oh, Derek, they're having dreams about you now. Um, save some of these for a little bit later. I got to move on. It's getting crazy out here. Um, we've got, what's this? Oh, do I want to know what this is? <laughs> oh, they're just talking about something. Something silly. Yeah, somebody, something silly, but somebody that's lives somewhere that's it's just a silly person. What else we got going on? A lot. Um, more evidence of the enemy being destroyed? What? What's not the like? Uh, here's uh, Brian Stelter in a, in a hilarious display of, of total lack of self-awareness. The guy launches a sh- brand new show on CNN called Reliable Sources. I know. It's called Reliable Sources with Brian Stelter. And how long did he make it? Uh, a month? Two months, and then they canned it because, like, like in Canada, as I predicted before, uh, they're experiencing this now because they don't have uh, state-funded taxpayer money to keep them going. They have to actually try and make money, and they're losing more and more and more every day. And now it's beginning. They're firing people. They're laying people off. They're downsizing because no one's buying what they have to sell anymore. So they've got two decisions. They can either uh, change their ways and go back to telling the truth or start telling the truth. Or uh, destroy themselves. That's really how it's going to be. Um, but this is hilarious. He says, a Stelter declares, we must make sure we don't give platforms to those lying to our faces as he has lied to your face for years. This CNN fucking piece of garbage. In his last broadcast, after being fired, he Stelter proved one final time he's a complete lack of awareness by stating that the free world needs a reliable source and we must make sure we don't give platforms to those lying to our faces. And that's the watchword here. Accountability. Ha! So this show's going away, but there's going to be so many more. Going we need away. To have room for media criticism and debate and discussion, and we will. So much of the media ecosystem in 2022 is garbage, but so much of it is spectacular. The hard part: sorting out the treasure from the trash. Or the These trash. Are thorny, fire. complicated things. I know I didn't never had all the answers. I didn't even always have all the questions. But it was the gift of a lifetime to get to confront these issues <laughs> on international television with the backing of CNN. To be a propagandist, good for you. And you got fired because you can't even do that. Here's what I do know. I know it's not partisan to stand up for decency and democracy and dialogue. It's not partisan <laughs> to stand up for demagogues. It's required. It's patriotic. We must make sure we don't give platforms to those who are lying to our faces. But we also must make sure we are representing the full spectrum of debate and representing the, the full t- spectrum of debate. This is two straight minutes of holy fucking blatant hypocrisy. This is like, this is like you're being eaten alive by bees and don't even understand it. Is, sir, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I totally don't notice what's happening. Oh my God. We got two more minutes to go of this. What's going on in this country and in this world. That's why CNN needs to be strong. <laughs> That's why I believe CNN will always be strong. You, you viewers at home, it's on you. CNN must remain strong. I know the 4,500 staffers are going to do their part. It's going to be a lot less than that in the coming months, Brian. There's going to be some layoffs, buddy. Longer than ever. But it's going to be on you. 
to hold CNN accountable, and not just CNN. You got to hold your local paper accountable. You got to hold your local digital outlet accountable. It's on all of us. We are all members of the media, all helping to make it better. Oh, we are. That's what I believe. I can't wait to be watching CNN, seeing what happens in the future. <laughs> I'm going to be rooting for it. I want CNN to be strong. I believe America needs CNN to be strong. I believe the free world needs... There's no way they're not better off without you. That's for sure. They're definitely better off now. Yeah, he went doubling down on being canceled on a show. More and more we see authoritarianism, not not an authoritarianism, not just in the presidency of Trump, but in the state legislature's campaigns that we're watching. Unreal. Unbelievable. And that's, that's CNN. That's one of the flagship uh, bullshit fake news things in the whole world. And now they're making cutbacks and they're cutting people and they just can't afford to keep people on the payroll anymore. Imagine how that can happen. CRJ says fact. I already don't want to read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to not throw up, hopefully. Yeah, that was rough. You can read it if you want. If you're on entropystream.live slash raging distant, you can watch and participate in the chat and so on, and you can send messages, and I don't recommend reading it. Uh, it is what it is. Also, ragingdistant.com. There's a store there. There's a new one, brand new one. Uh, thanks to my friend Dylan uh, for putting that together to, for me. Thank you very much. If you want to go and find some of old fairies, old designs, and some new ones uh, on the ragingdistant.com, scroll down. There's a, all kinds of shit you want to go there and you know waste money on Clothes that'll, you know, you'll think people will want to punch you in public, but probably you're just going to find more cool people that'll go, hey, the mean guy on the internet, right? And you'll be like, yeah. And then you'll be like, high five. And you'll be like, let's go punch some commies. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be good for you. <laughs> Get out and make some friends, guys. <laughs> Synthetic C17 is always a pleasure tuning in, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much for the million saluty dudes. Salomedians has added to the playlist Start a Fight by Ghost Kid. It's very fitting. I'll have to look that one up. Stray Cat says you've already won. Congrats. We have. Uh, now it's just we now we wait. Tina G says thanks for all you do and all you've done. You are the true definition of integrity and courage. I don't know about that, but I appreciate your your uh support. Much love and respect. P.S. I found your doppelganger. Don't be mad. Yukon Cornelius. You are not the first person to say this. I had a whole big thing about uh, silver and gold. I was all about that. I still am. Hey, if you want to preserve your money, you got a lot of savings. Don't leave it in the bank. Government will take it from you. They're commies. They're going to take your money. Take that money. Buy gold and silver. Or take it out. Just take it out in cash, and then you can do something with it later. But if you're leaving it in the bank account, don't worry. Uh... The deputy prime minister and the finance minister will find a way to unlock your savings. They'll find a way to unlock your savings. So I do not recommend keeping money in the bank if you can at all help it. All right, moving on. Tina G. Thank you very much, Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, the red beard, the red, yeah, the whole, he's got a gun. He's, you know, crazy. I understand. It makes, he's on the island of misfit toys. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, Tina. My sister originally first pointed that out, so uh, good for you. Van City Mountaineer says, the true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. G.K. Chesterson, we had 70 plus years of marshmallowy peace. It's time to pay up. If it, hey, you know what? If you grew up right after this or right before it, wouldn't you just be jealous that you missed it? Wouldn't you? I, I love seeing the memes and stuff in the chat. The real Diagalon is the friends that we made along the way. <laughs> Jimmy Two Skidoos. Hey, oh, he's got two skidoos. He's back now. He's got another skidoo. Maybe he's going to have three someday. Some rupees for the entertainment. We are on the pee-pee-poo-poo timeline now. Acceleration has only begun. Best for of all of you are here forever. Angel of Wrath says, the funny thing is that even if we put our differences aside, 
For later to fight for the greater good, we all bond and become friends later because our petty differences will seem like nothing in the end. That's very true. Muslim Bigot says, you think they're ready for Muslim Bigot interview coming soon with you? I got to get back to this. Probably not this week, but maybe next week. I need, um, I, I do want to go back to doing some of the afternoon, just kind of chill, sit around, talk shit uh, with different people. I would, Yeah, I, I would like to talk to you and have some interesting, uh, I'm interested in what you think about uh, some certain things. Well, a lot of people left think that you don't exist and none of them exist. None of you guys exist. You're They're paid federal informants, the whole thing. There's always an excuse. Rocket Scientologist says Stelter's farewell speech is like listening to a balloon deflate. It's better. It's, it's wonderful. I love watching them lose. And Muslim Bigot again says the fucking terrorist, uh, his real name is Jimmy. <laughs> it's not Yugmit. It's Jimmy. You look it up on Wikipedia. It's not. He doesn't. His his name isn't even real. Nothing about him is real. Only in Canada can people praise and refuse to condemn the Air India terrorist attack and still be walking free despite a known terrorist and banned from the USA and India. Yeah, and he's talking shit about me. That guy who was talking shit about me, the leader of the NDP. I'm the bad guy. Really? Wow. Really? Wow. Are you fucking sure, bud? Where do we go now? We got a little bit of time left. Um, it's going to power up for the final. Where are we at? Oh, we got to. Okay. All right. I know where we're at now. I just had to take a. Ta- I had to do a, a uh, nav check here. This is something that everyone needs to understand as well. And I've, I've played this many numerous times. I understand this is just the United States. But this is 1975, and already at that time, there was, uh, not attempts, successful um, acquisitions of power in in the form of the government taking over the media in 1975. So where do you think that we are now? This is from a House committee hearing, I believe, in the United States in 1975, where the CIA is testifying to whether they control the news or not. Have you seen this before? Check this out. That it was a matter of uh, real concern that planted stories intended to serve a national purpose abroad um, came home and were circulated here and believed here because uh, this would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. Now we're looking at that very carefully. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. Do you have any people Paid by the CIA. Anderson Cooper. Who are working for television networks. Ezra. This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in executive session. Oh? Uh, at CBS, uh, we... Uh, had been contacted by the CIA. As a matter of fact, by the time I became the head of the whole news and public affairs operation in 1954, ships had been established, and I was told about them and asked if I'd carry on with them. This was basically 50 years ago, by the way. We have quite a lot of detailed information, uh, and we will evaluate it, and we will include any 
goes on for several more minutes, but the point is made that uh, this is a thing that's going on. It's going on a lot of places. And yeah, I did, I did, I did shout at Ezra. I did shout at Rebel. Rebel News is not on our side, guys. It's not. Um, I feel bad if some of the people that work there don't want to accept that or don't want to live, but, but that's just what it is. This is a, this is important. I don't care what you think about me. Pretend you don't, I don't care if you hate me. It doesn't matter. The facts are there is no militia. There is no army. There is no plans. There is no anything. There is some guys on the internet um, with entertainment products. And there is a whole shitload of people that enjoy it and like it and follow it and support it. And secondarily to that, a lot of these, we value uh, community networking and, and, you know, uh, togetherness and unity and that kind of thing. So we get together in real life often and uh, mingle with each other and, and, you know, meet each other. And and that way it becomes more real and we know who each other are. I've met thousands of these people, uh, you know, in the last couple of years and, and it continues on. And it's healthy and it's normal and it's good and, and, that's, and that's what we're doing. I know that. The state knows that. And yet, why haven't you been told that provably, demonstrably, again, if you've watched, you know, watched the intro, at least seven times that we're aware of, members of the House of Commons and members of the Senate in, in the Red Chamber of Canada cited the Diagalon accelerationist white supremacist militia as the reason for the emergency act. They did. I am the reason. Do you understand? That's the reason. You know, they said, oh, there's reasons, but we, we can't tell you what they are. It wasn't the arson. Because that was fake. It wasn't the rape threats. That was fake. It, it was all fake. Every reason they gave was debunked except <laughs> this one. That's it. Isn't that strange? And guess who knew about it right away? Rebel News did. I'm not going to give you the guy's name because I don't want to throw him under the bus. It wasn't his fault. He's a nice guy. I talked to him. He figured out. He, I, he learned the story. He saw the, the coots patches and the whole thing and said, what tough? And I got a hold of him. And I talked to him on the phone and I explained the whole thing. And I could hear his head explode over the phone. And I sent him the clips and he said, holy shit. Oh, my God. And I sent him the website. He said, we... we uh, 12 days or so, I think we were working on this. And I'm back and forth explaining this kind of thing. And he said, now we're going to do an hour-long segment. We're going to blow the whole thing wide open on Rebel News. Rebel News is going to be all over it. This is like right after the convoy. This is right after it. This is like two weeks after the uh, Ottawa. I haven't even been back. To I was still on an island in Russia at that time. <laughs> and the day before the interview... The evening of, it's like at 10 o'clock in the morning, I think my time, I can't remember when it was, we were going to do this. The evening of, I get a text that says, yeah, sorry, we can't do it. Uh, We'll have to reschedule. Never heard from them ever again. And then today, uh, the the, the rebel, the very rebellious, the very rebellious rebel news uh, puts in the headline of their daily, you know, update of their story, of their show, Pierre shakes hands with who? Well, we all know who, don't we? And what did they talk about? Everything except that. So they used it as clickbait, and they banned and censored everyone in the chat that said my name, said the word Diagalon, or said, you know, you should interview, you know, my name. Banned, censored, timed out, cut, deleted all the messages constantly, the whole time. And they never said one word about it. Did, it, did any of you find that suspicious or strange? Why would they do that? Because they're not on our team. 
They're on team money. They capitalize on right-wing outrage to make money. They sensationalize things that aren't really, you know, oh, Trudeau's goons are beating people up at the war memorial. These cops are out of control. Actually, those people should have been arrested. They're acting like total buffoons and idiots, and it was on camera the whole time. But Rebel News chose to sensationalize the story to piss you off so they could get more money. That's what they do. That's who they are. They're no better. They're, in fact, worse they're worse than the other team because we know the people on the other team don't like you. They know they're trying to hurt you and just, you know, we know that. We know that we know what the other team is doing, don't we? What's worse than that than someone that pretends to be with you, pretends to be on your team, pretends to win your trust, tries to, you know, act like they're on, hey, no, listen, buddy, you can trust me. I'm going to tell you what's going on. And like I said before, why didn't Rebel News tell you that there's a huge black dude named Leroy in your wife's bed? Why didn't Rebel News tell you about any of this? And why are you just hearing it from me? And why are you seeing these news clips from me of the House of Commons and the Senate and Intelligence Committee saying, oh, the Diagonal Terror Network and we need martial law. Why are you seeing that here and not from Rebel News? And what is the answer to that question? Think hard. We're not all on the same team, right? And that's my only requirement. That's my only demand. Are you on board? Are you on the team? Get out and help me push. You want to get out and help me push? Even if it's just a tiny bit, just with your finger, just anything. That's th- That finger, what ounce of strength that you're doing is one ounce less that I don't have to do or that someone else doesn't have to do. The effort that you're doing, more than nothing, is that much more that we have, that we all collectively have, that you did. So going out there and telling people the truth, standing up to these liars, calling into these shows, writing these letters, writing to your MPs, writing these, complaining about these journalists to the mediacouncil.ca, didn't even know that was a thing. Doing these things has an effect, a cumulative effect, like raindrops, okay? No one is the storm. No one is the rain. Every raindrop is, a, is, an, is its own person, right? One raindrop is nothing. One bee is nothing. One soldier is nothing. That's not what an army is. It is a massive, coordinated team effort towards a towards an objective. And if your objective is, we want to hear the truth, and I don't want to be ruled over by criminals and liars and scumbags, and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to expose that. That's the team that we're on. The end. I only care. I want to know what the truth is. That's all I give a shit about. Because if I don't know what that is, I can't make the right calls in my life for myself, for my partner, for, for my children, for my family. I don't know what to do if I don't even know where the fuck that I am. And I don't want to end up in some fucking war zone somewhere because again, oh, well, well, the Israelis really want you to invade all these guys. And we're fighting wars all over the fucking Middle East and thousands of people are getting, millions of theirs are getting killed, thousands of ours, millions of innocent people. We had no business being there. Tens of thousands of our troops are dead and mangled. Now they're killing themselves and the VA is telling them to go kill themselves. There never was any weapons of mass destruction. It was all fucking bullshit. And at the root of the evil, when did it happen? How did it happen? What spawned this insane fiasco, this campaign of madness? So we were going to go around the world from east to west, top to bottom, left to right, like reading a book. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Killing and maiming and destroying everybody on the hit list of a certain special chosen country somewhere. How did that happen? How did that get sold? And how did that get into the mind of the average American, Canadian, Brit, Australian, and so on? Even in Denmark, they send people to go die in the death world of Afghanistan because they're in a death cult. That was the media again. So it's bad enough that they'll lie to you and tell you shit that you know is probably bullshit or not true. What's worse is someone that pretends they're on your side and then shanks you in the back when you're not looking and steals your fucking wallet. This show's called Bro here. We're not all the same. 
They got a bad reputation for a reason. Ask the people that used to work there. CR <laughs> Jason's pre reading is cheating. I demand a refund. No refunds. Crisby says shekels for the truth. Thanks, brother. Thank you very much. Deanna 01, before the edibles kick in and I say something stupid, I just want to say hi to all of Daglon. Thanks, Rage, for bringing us all together. Say hi to Miss Mayhem. Oh, I will later tonight, as soon as this is over. This obvious Photoshop. Hilarious. Soon! Very soon, motherfucker! Almost out of time now. We gotta get ready. Get ready to, to get out of here. Al Stearns is just for playing Brohim. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. The Carpenter Quiche. Oh, God. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jesus Christ. The ghosts of great men. The ghosts of great men and the hopes and fears of many young children riding on all of us. We are not allowed to give up. You don't get to go home. It's all about how you think. You know, your attitude is very important, and I struggled with this for a long time. I had a bad attitude for a long time. I did. But it's what you tell yourself. It's what you convince yourself that's really important. And if you think you're going to lose or you won't make it, you won't. If you think you will, you might. That's just life. That's how it is. There are no guarantees. You don't, you don't get a slam dunk. You don't get an easy win. You don't, you don't get a layup. You don't get an empty net. And people don't, they're averse to, uh, to struggle, to fighting, to, to, to risk, to loss, to that kind of thing. But if that's how you live your life, you know, you're not going to win much. You're not going to get anywhere. You're certainly not going to defeat uh, some real bad folks because they're, you know, they're going hard out there.
And it, it, it always comes up, and I always bring it up because, again, why, you know, why did the media do to you? They lied to me, and I ended up, and my friends ended up in a war that we didn't belong in, and a bunch of people died that otherwise would be alive, and we killed a ton of people that otherwise would be alive. You convinced us to go have this slaughter. So Lockheed Martin and Halliburton and Dick Cheney and everybody else could make a pile of fucking money and general dynamics and everything else. And what's the British one? And now we're living with the consequences. I'm deaf in one ear. My back hurts all the time. And that's a minor problem. A lot of my friends are dead. And they've been dead for 15 or 20 years. They never got anywhere. They never made it out of the year 2006. Because of your lies. Because of the people you work for and the methods and the poison that you administer to everyone. Because of what you do, that happened. I don't want to say shame on you. Because that's not even nearly enough. You need much more than shame. Raytheon, somebody said, yeah, that's the one. War Duck, Brits have BAE. Yeah, I can't remember what it stands for, but that's another big one too. Yeah. Big companies making big money. Who is it this time? It's the pharmaceutical company's turn. How much money do they make and how many lives are destroyed this time? Much more than was in my life. And, and that's why they're losing. They reach out and they touch your life in a way that you don't understand what it is. You just know you've been harmed. Something's happened to you and your life has been upended and fucked around. And when you really look at it, you'll find out it doesn't happen by accident. Uh, a volcano, an earthquake, uh, that, didn't, that didn't ruin your life. You know, your brother, your dad, your son... Or daughter, mother, whatever, didn't kill themselves for no reason. Didn't just happen. They committed themselves to something that was extremely toxic, very damaging, and harmed their soul. And they think they can come get me like I'm some weak person. You think I don't? I, I've been living with this my whole life. I'm fucking fresh as a daisy, motherfucker. You can't even dream. You have no idea. I am made out of granite compared to these people. Some of you motherfuckers watching right now, do you have any idea? You, If I melted you down, the collective strength of steel of your entire soul and embodiment and being wouldn't fill a sock of mine. You're, an, you're nothing to me. It's amusing. And you can laugh and... <laughs> but I know. Because I've seen you before, I've seen your type before, and I know that when things get hard and you get tested, you will break like a fucking old stick. A dead branch in the forest. You will snap as easily as the first six-year-old that gets its hands on you and whacks you up against a tree to go play sticks with his buddies in the woods. That's how fast you'll break in half. That's you. And I can see it in your fucking eyes. I can smell it on you. I can smell it. I can smell it like a predator. I can smell and see weakness. You know why? Because my life was geared around that entire concept. Strength you live, weakness you die. And that goes for all of us, all of the guys in the platoon, the unit, and we had to keep each other accountable and keep each other strong and try to make each other better because if we're weak, we'll die. And if we're not as strong, if we're not stronger than the enemy, they will live and we will die. And I don't see any strength. I don't see any power. I don't see any legitimacy in the people attacking any of us. None of them. None of them. None of them impress me at all. None of them. And some of the ones that kind of do, 
They're not even against us. They're not, they don't outright support us, but they don't really care either way. <laughs> We're not on the wrong side here at all. They sit around and cluck like headless chickens in the safe space of their Twitter accounts and think they're winning. It's hysterical. It's really funny. And I'm going to enjoy it so much when it all falls down on their head and you have to hold them accountable because like I said, it's going to be hard. This is going to be difficult for some people. If you're empathetic or you have, uh, you know, you're especially if you're a good and a decent person, okay? Um, it's going to be hard for you to see them uh, beg for mercy and ask for forgiveness and you're going to feel tempted to let them off the hook. You cannot. When that moment comes, that is when you remember everything that they did, everything they tried to do, and where you would be right now if you had lost. Would they give you that compassion? Would they give you that empathy? Would they have that mercy on you? Would they set you free? Would they break your chains? No, they would not. They'd laugh in your face. They'd spit in your eye. They'd fuck your wife and they'd kill your kids. If you're about to slay the devil... And he begs you with tears in his eyes to spare his life. Do you, do you give him that? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't mean that. No, you cut his head off his body. And you say, I'm glad that line fuck's finally gone. What an asshole, you know? It's a move. It's, like it all, it's always self-preservation. It's always me, 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 and it always will be. So remember that in the future, when things start to really, really go the wrong way for them, there is no, yeah, some, Brash 77 and Rumble says, no sympathy for the devil. That's who they are. That's who they work for. That's what they're all about. They want to play on team evil. They want to play on team anti-humanity. You want to play on team billionaire, pro team warmonger. You want to be on team warmonger, team big oil, team big pharma, team big bank, big everything. You're pro everything evil in the world. Do you understand that? Does that even register with you? The positions and that you, you've become a willing foot soldier. These, these Antifa people, they're fucking the whole thing, the whole apparatus. You've become a willing participant, a foot soldier, part of the vanguard for the most evil force on earth that has ever, ever existed. And you want my fucking sympathy? You're one of the Urukai outside of Mordor. I am going to cut your head off and put it on a stick and you put it, use it as a trophy. I'll kick it around my front yard with my boys. There's no mercy and there cannot be. Because the reason that we're in this position is because weak men allowed you to exist. They allowed you. They didn't check. No one stopped you. No one, you, you were permitted to, to continue. That needs to end. So, you know, if you don't have the stomach for holding people accountable, just, that's fine. But just get out of the way and let the guys that do, do the job because that's what they're for. Because you know they need to be. You're gonna, you know that that needs to happen. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be consequences. Something needs to be done. But I don't have it in me to do it myself. Well, that's fine. But just get out of the way and let the other guys do it. Because, because they do and they will. And that's, that's what they're for. That's why they exist. Kamiski says, play with for whom the bell tolls. I already did. I can't play it twice in the same strain. That's crazy. That's totally crazy. Oh, I drink you all milkshake. I've been drinking a lot of milkshakes, but I like this. Uh, I like this Goggins one better. Just gonna quickly uh, cycle through this, make sure I didn't miss anything. 
right? Oh, I did miss a couple. A couple I want to point out. Just real quick. This is an Antifa, California teacher who vowed to turn students into revolutionaries is paid to resign. You think they don't exist? They do. These people are evil. They represent evil. It doesn't come to you wearing a cloak and a, you know, a shroud. It doesn't look like Dracula. It doesn't shoot lightning out of its fingers. Tells you things you want to hear. And it, and it appeals to your base urges. It doesn't preach discipline. It preaches me, 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 now, now, now. It doesn't preach self-sacrifice. It preaches hatred. It doesn't preach unity. It preaches division and superiority. It preaches segregation. It preaches superiority. That's what it does. It's evil. It's, it's evil. And it, wor- and it ropes you in a little bit at a time. And now we've got people in the school systems, and this is just a teacher. They're, they're in universities. They're, they're everywhere. They've infiltrated these positions for a long time for a reason. So they can brainwash young people into doing their job. And you know why you got to get them young? Why aren't they brainwashing people in their 30s and 40s and 50s? Why? Because they're adults and they've already figured shit out. You can't trick people as easily at that age. You can trick young, dumb, and naive kids. And it's not an insult if you if you are, you know, someone that's younger. I'm not saying you're, you know, it's 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 a failing of yours. I'm saying you're young and you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Trust me. Trust me. You know, I I got in a fist fight with a guy downtown because he was calling us all baby killers and this whole kind of this war is bullshit and this kind of thing. He was right. He was right, and I was ready to take this guy out. I was wrong. But I didn't know what I didn't know. When you're 20, when you're 18, when you're 23, you don't know. Any, you, you have very little, very few people have any fucking clue what's going on at those, at those ages. Because they spend most of their time on uh, consumerism and nonsense, you know? And it doesn't help that this, this is what they're up against. The UN, who apparently we're not supposed to pay any attention to, and, and a fact is our government can just fend, send all kinds of money and suck the dicks of them all day long if they want to. A hundred thousand what they call digital first responders, unbelievable trolls, internet trolls, probably on Chinese bot farms, to push that are literally slaves and can't leave the building because the government won't let them, to push establishment COVID narrative. October 2020 admission gets fresh attention. At the height of the pandemic, the United Nations recruited over 100,000 digital first responders to push the narrative. The revelation actually slipped out in October 2020 during a World Economic Forum podcast, imagine that, called Seeking a Cure for the Infodemic, although it was only going viral on Twitter today. In the podcast, Melissa Fleming, head of the government communications for the United Nations, explained how the COVID pandemic and lockdowns created a communications crisis in addition to the public health emergency. Fleming acknowledged that in order to fight the so-called misinformation about the pandemic, the UN tapped 110,000 people to amplify their messaging across social media. We need people to say the things we need to say because uh, the media is not doing it. So we need to hire bot farms and trolls and so on. The truth is readily evident. Did I hire 100,000 people? No. I convinced them. I convinced them with the truth and with honesty and with a human fucking integral, an integrity and a soul. That's how I did it. Why do I, have a, why do I have millions of views? Why do I have hundreds of thousands of audio downloads already? Why am I in the news? Why are national party members? Why? Why any of it? What happened? I just told the truth. That's all it was. And people know the truth when they fucking hear it. When you, when you just say it with your balls out, like it doesn't matter, like you don't care, man, people have a hard time ignoring that. You can't show weakness. You can't go, well, maybe I can't. You have to say it like you fucking live and die by it. 
That's the only way. And when they attack you for it, attack them right back and go right for the eyes. You know what's true, and you know what's not true. And that's why they do the personal attacks and they do the, the guilt by association. They have no arguments. They have no facts. They have nothing. They have no compelling intellectual arguments whatsoever. They have gotchas and sound bites and out of context clips. And this guy took a picture with that guy who knows that guy and shit like this because it's about power. If it was about the truth, you could debate us on the issues and you could talk to us about these things and prove the things that you say. But you can't. All you can do is shut down and destroy sense blindfold pull down the statue change the name on the school rewrite the name on the street burn the history books change just just everything destroy it all burn it down because they can't create it's a death cult all they can do is destroy they can destroy they can cancel they can censor they can intimidate they can bully they can kill that's it that's all that's all they are what what have they created They've, they've implemented a mess, a, a soup of just degeneracy and, 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 and horrifying. I mean, if you showed the average person in, in 1975, like the clip I showed, if you showed them where we would be today, a man in the room would immediately pull out a pistol and shoot himself in the head just out of horror. And they'll tell you now like, it, like it's normal. It's not normal. None of this is normal. And uh, they want you to feel like you're not normal for noticing. That you're all not normal. You're all crazy. There's all something wrong with you. You're the one that's the problem. You're a bigot. You're on the fringe. You're an extremist. Uh, No, that's you. Because we didn't change anything. I'm the same as I've always been. I'm a regular guy from 1985. That's who I am. And you guys, went. these, these people went all the way off the reservation into crazy town and then condemn you for not coming with them. That's what that is. Shame on me for inheriting my father's home and not wanting to radically change it into something else. Shame on me for inheriting my father's home and uh, not wanting to knock the walls down, sell it to someone else, move a bunch of people in, repaint, redecorate, redestroy. Shame on me for seeing and valuing what my father has created and being humbled by what he's done for me and feeling that this is worthy of preservation and maintenance and improvements where I can find them. That's my job. That's what we try to do. And they call us terrorists for that because you don't want to knock down, destroy and rearrange and turn your, turn your, you know, your father's Victoria home into a trailer park with a cineplex. No, this means something to me. This is important. This is my history. This is my life. You, you don't get to take that from... You're not doing that. Who asked you anyway? <laughs> Nobody asked me. You just came into my house and started changing the pictures on the wall of who lived here. Who is that? Who are these people? What are you doing? Who the fuck are you? And if you stand up and you say anything, you're the bad guy. Yeah, we'll see about that. So lastly, before we get out of here, I'm going to make sure I don't, didn't miss nothing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another great point I need to make before I get out of here. 
I saw this in a movie. It's called The Hunt. If you guys like conspiracy movies or that kind of, you, you know, if you're in this community, you'll, you'll, you'll like it. It's a movie based on like conspiracy theory kind of, I don't want to spoil it for you. It's called The Hunt. Uh, check it out. It seems like it's going to be your typical kind of, uh, it's one of these movies and then it goes completely off the rails into something else. A lot of inside jokes and funny stuff in there. But there's real one great quote in that film that I really liked that kind of stuck with me. And there's a, there's a part where um, uh, this woman, she's just sitting on the tailgate of a truck or something like that. And uh, she's talking about, you know, as we all do, the, the, the they, the bad guys, you know. And this is a conversation people have. I've heard this so many times all the time. Are they smart? Are they really, really smart and pretending to be dumb? Or are they really, really dumb and they're pretending to be smart? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know for sure. But I'm pretty sure it's they're very dumb pretending to be smart because the smart people that built this place, they can't even keep it running. So before I get out of here, I do want to sh- I want to play this for you from from Goggins about this. Um, it's a it's kind of a predator mindset. It's not a victim mindset. It's a it's a it's a it's a winner's mindset. He he calls it taking souls. I've called it drinking milkshakes. It's the same thing. When you've broken your enemy, you've broken them. I don't mean like oh you you scored a punch. I mean you you have their you own their soul. At that point, like they can't, you know, Goggins talking about this in his book. He's like, he, this guy can't fuck his wife because he's mad at me. He's thinking about me. Can't get his dick up because he's thinking about me. I fucking own him. I might as well put a knife in his dick myself because I beat him in here. I own his mind. I own his fucking soul. It's mine now. Uh, before I even found, I, I, I call it drinking milkshakes from that uh, Daniel Day-Lewis movie. Same thing. I drink your milkshake. You belong to me now. It's a real thing he talks about on uh, military selections and special forces and, and these kinds of things. People drop out and they give up and they, they're like, Ugh, and that fuels you. Because, yeah, that sucks for him, but, like, that's a man that couldn't do... He, he gave up and left, and I'm still here. I'm stronger than that guy. It's encouragement. It's reinforcement. I just... I own his soul now, you know? He looked me in the eye and gave up. Or he talks about fighting, you know? And you can tell when a guy's broken his he's he's he you beat them in here and in here before you ever beat them physically. And that's the game we're playing. They want to gaslight us, they want to treat us like garbage, they want to say these names, they want to do all these things. They've been doing this to me for years, and I do it on purpose and I like it. Throw it at me. Don't throw it at her. Don't throw it at him. You come to me, motherfucker. You want to fight? I'll fight you any day, anytime. Let's go, you coward, you bitch ass punk motherfucker. You want to fight? Let's fight. And when somebody's coming at you, go for the eyes, you know? Go right for the eyes. Attack until they're destroyed. We cannot let them get away. They need to be held accountable. Everything they've done, everything they've said, all the damage that it's caused... 
the layoffs, the firings, the bankruptcies. 24% of Canadian middle-class businesses don't even exist anymore. The inflation's out of control. Our national reputation is a joke. The Arrive Can app. Oh, my God. You get a two-tier society. It got to the point where they were saying certain people shouldn't be allowed to go into fucking grocery stores anymore. This, they're gone. They're gone in the head. There is no salvaging this. This is a defective person. This is someone who willfully, gleefully just sat, pulled their panties down and just sat down on the dick of authoritarianism like it was no big deal. And then is looking at you like there's something wrong with you for having your mouth aghast going, oh my God, are you a fucking tyrant? And you're like, oh, get over it. Everybody does it. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I don't care if everyone did. I don't care if every single person in this town, in this province, and most I don't care if every single person in the country was like this. I refuse. I'll fight every single... I will fight all 38 million people in this country if I have to to protect my children from the people that you fucks are. I don't care if it's everybody because right is right and wrong is wrong. And unfortunately for you... Most of us here, many of us, a great many of us, are exceedingly hard to kill. We're exceedingly hard to defeat because we've lived very difficult, very hard lifestyles long before this. And if you think some fucking articles and some fucking papers and oh, we're gonna say, it's it's nothing. You're power. You're absolutely powerless. You can't do anything to stop this. And we will take all of your souls and we will break you mentally. We will keep up the pressure. We will keep criticizing you. We will keep commenting. We will keep throwing the emotional vitriol your way that you deserve for all of the years of torment that you've given all these people, all the people you've killed, all the seniors that had to die alone, all the people that had to bury their loved ones with no funeral because of COVID, all the people that had to leave their family members stranded across the world, all of it, all of it was for nothing. All of the wars we had to fight, all the taxes we had to pay, all of the nonsense and all the misery that is the common, all the supply chain crises that you've caused, all of it, we know, we know what you did, all of it. This is a fight, is it? Okay, fine, fair enough. You want to do that? You want to fight me? You want to fight us? All you can do is laugh because I don't want to be here. I wanted to live my life. I wanted to be left alone and do our thing. But you people came into our world and started fucking with us and doing all this kind of thing. So you started it. You threw the punches and you came and put your boots on our necks and tried to fuck our lives around. And now it's our turn, assholes. And guess what? There will be no mercy, no empathy, no nothing. This ends with one of us being completely fucking destroyed. And I want you to remember that someone like me and many of the people that I represent and many of our friends and so on, and our supporters uh, lived in a world where people would be there sitting, eating breakfast next to you one minute and blown to bits, shot in the neck, you know, bleeding to death, screaming in front of you minutes later because of the job we were doing. And then we went out and kept doing it. And you can't handle some fucking mean tweets. So think about that. What separates me from a lot of people is they go into an, a daunting task and the task is overwhelming. You have to be open-minded to the possibilities that I can do this. Once you shut your mind down to the possibility that it can be achieved, there's no way it can happen. If you're in a fight, you have to attack. You have to keep attacking. The enemy has to know he is not going to give up. You must break the soul of whatever the fuck is in front of you. 
devise ways to break a soul of a human being, of, a, of an object, of, of, of whatever's in front of me. If you keep on attacking something, nothing wants to stand in front of anything that is relentless. Nothing. They tell you how you're supposed to feel. So you are feeling that way. I was like, ah, uh, don't let these motherfuckers tell you how you're supposed to feel. No, it's day one, motherfucker. But you have to have the will, the heart, the courage to go that distance when you're exactly jacked up. You have nothing left to give and give more. Get myself jacked in a horrible environment when everybody's miserable. Find strength in the misery because you can get a lot of power through misery. Using all that misery for tons and tons of tons of drive and motivation. Take these motherfuckers' souls. We start fueling off of that. We start fueling off the fact that, man, it takes one second of energy to steal everybody's. And then you have all the energy you need. That's all you need. You need to look at someone's eyes. You know how it is when you fight somebody and you broke that motherfucker. He's like, oh God, man, I don't want to go back to the next round. And you feel like, my God, I can fight all day. You have to take great pleasure in the fact that no one wants to be where the fuck you're at right now. Great pleasure, man. Most makes you know it has, it has to Hell bring yes. passion out of you. It has to bring something very, very weird out of you, man. Like every day, David. Uh, people don't really understand what that is when you're in the worst environment possible, the worst situation possible. Let's go, Phil. Everybody's looking like God, man. I hope this ends. And you see that time slows down, and you see that you're you're feeling that. Everybody has that look on their face like God. This guy. Because these destruction led runs. Most of the time we knew the starting point. So on the way back, I start seeing people getting happy and shit. Because the end was near. But there were some asshole instructors that would hear the happiness and go right on past the end point. When that happened, everybody stopped talking. Heads would stop dropping. And I start taking fucking souls. At that time, I knew what happened in their mind. They were living off the hope factor. They hoped the instructors would stop running. They hoped the water was never cold. They hoped the weather was fucking good. I don't live off that hope shit. I wish the water was cold. I wish them motherfucking instructors keep on fucking running. Yeah. I wish the fucking rain. When the ending is unknown and the distance is unknown, that's when you know who the fuck you are. Stay hard. Gugs does not fuck around. Before I go, I want to read you something that somebody sent to one of the chats. This is uh, this is somebody that's paying attention. At Lion Advocacy. On Twitter says, in my view, a new political class is forming. These people are racially, politically, and religiously diverse and united by an ethical approach to informed consents, mandates, and so on. The more the government tries to suppress their voice, the longer it will take for our country to heal. The longer it will take to heal. Not a question of what the end result will be. Just how long it will take. 
That's all this is. That's all that's left. All we have left to find out is how much more of a mess are they going to make and how much longer will it take for us to clean this up? Because that is, without a doubt, unequivocally, without question, the end result. We'll take your souls and we will break you. You will go crazy. You'll keep making mistakes. We live in your heads. There are more of us every day. There's nothing you can do except dig a bigger hole that we will have to fill in later. And we will, and it's only going to make us hate you worse. But, you know, Sun Tzu says, never uh, interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake. And I see a lot of it, and I like it, and I enjoy it, and I fucking welcome it. Thank you very much for being here, guys. I appreciate it. I'll be back Wednesday and then Saturday again. Wednesday, Saturday, because of the whole thing and the stuff and the James Top and the bassery that is this fucking place. Well, is he coming to my town? Motherfucker, the guy walked here from Vancouver. You can go see him. You can go see James Top. CanadaMarches.ca. VeteransForFreedom.ca. RagingDissident.com. Go check out the new merch store if you want. Go get some Phillips shirts and uh, fully embrace the lifestyle of being a degenerate... Uh, demonically empowered uh, goat figurine from another dimension that thrives on chaos misery. That's what you gotta do. Love you guys. Chris Jason, thank you very much. Cindy Lee, cow punching dirtbag. I got you, got you, and then there was, uh, Synthamask, and uh, Broken Pine 284, thank you very much, man, all the guys at Injury and everywhere else, thank you very much, Interview Pickley, Man on the Mountain, Sergeant Rock, Donkey Dong, Muzzle Bigot, Canvas Key, The Carpenter Quiche, ah! Al Stern, Deanna 01, Crispy, CRJ, uh, Rocket Scientologist, Angel of Wrath, Jimmy Tuskadoos, uh, Man City Mountaineer, Tina G, Stray Cat, Slamania, Synthetic C17, Gun Goddess, Angry Soldier 100, Senior Bean, Harris, Beings, Reverend Chad, uh, Bobby Lee, Swagger, Chet Chisholm, Mr. Chow, DS, Satoshi Ape, and the real Donald T, Combi Dread, Taco Full of Bees, Poopa Platter, Frank Mac, Pilot Mike, NYC Bin, Pipe Hitter, Marlboro man, BGP subcube won't hold still. Man on the, I uh, got you, got you, got you. We're almost done. Getting there. Amber button grills cheese canes were plaid. Short and long. Uh, buzzy double O, double O buzzy. Burger hurler get. Blams. Sergeant Bear bass in the grass. Godzilla unchained. Karen SK. Mr. Chow Tassel's blast. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for being here. RagingDistant.com, t.me slash RagingDistant, it's on the bottom, t.me slash RagingDistant, I-I, as in two. The website has all of my contact information. Always go there for your stop shop to find this because they will ban and censor at will any time. Here today, gone tomorrow, but RagingDistant.com is a little bit longer than that, if you want. I'll see you Wednesday. Cheers, take care of each other. Um, do some push-ups, exercise, do some stuff, fuck commies, you know? Death to Stalin. Propatris, six seven Tyrannus. I'll see you next time. Cheers.
Phil, I don't know. I'm 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 willing to consider a lot of things at this point. As long as you don't do it to someone without their consent, you know, informed consent. I mean, people need to know what they're signing up for. All right. If you want to, if you want to do a a satanic blood sacrifice <laughs> to spiritually empower people with supernatural uh, abilities, to use those, you know, against the communists, I, I'm not going to say no. If they want to, and you want to, that's fine. That's something you can do. I don't think you're going to. Oh, what already? I just finished saying it. You already have volunteers. You were just waiting for me to green light this. Where'd you get all the candles? Is that a real human skull, Phil? Dude, is it someone I know? I would rather not know, that's right. But if someone's missing, I'm gonna think things. Phil, it's a cauldron of blood. What is this, man? Can't you just give them like a taser or something? Teach them how to make sharp, you know, YouTube videos or sick beats or something. Now we're all levitating. Great. I love this part. Because it makes me dizzy. I don't... It, it feels funny. Levit... No, it's not good. I feel kind of sick. I feel like I've drank a lot of coffees and Red Bulls on an empty stomach. Part of me's worried somebody... I mean, somebody's going to shit their pants one of these days, Phil. You can't just keep levitating people without their... Cons- Holy, oh, it was pa- of course it was Patton. So you're just giving Patton demonic powers now. Fine. What, why am I here? I'm leaving. You do whatever you want. I don't, put me down. Put me down. There we, yeah, down. Thank you. I'm leaving. I don't want to see any of this. I'm already legally, you know. Good God. I just, I want to win bad enough, you know. I just, I'm trying. I don't know. He's up to no good. He's doing something weird again. 